I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 190 of Psychotic and Iconic Policy, along with my co-host Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. I know, I know, my microphone that was on tonight. Me. That was not my me microphone was on tonight. I apologize. That was not me. I apologize. How happy you are you that it wasn't you? Oh, I was. I, I thought it was me. I, I saw you look down. Goddamn it! I saw Phil look over here, and then you looked down, and I realized it with your face, and I'm like, oh my god, it was me. I was like, damn, I thought that. I thought I turned it off. I got. I got to practice what I preach. You, you absolutely, you do. Oh, That's Bengals that. forever is yeah. punctual tonight. He is punctual. Hey, Philly Phil, can you turn on my mic a little bit? Just a little. What's, what's so you can hear it? Yeah, I want to hear myself. I, I like hearing myself talk. You like hearing yourself talk? Yeah, because I, I I make the most sense. You know what I mean? All right, let's go. Let's go. Was that shots fired early? No. All right, all right. No. I got you. Bullshit at Bartle. First thing, Titans are dumb asses and fire Mike Vrabel. Crazy. Um, Mike Vrabel is one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL, I feel like. Mm -hmm. I can't believe, I actually can't believe it because that's a trash organization. And for them to just fire Mike Vrabel after you lead Ryan Tannehill to the one seed when your best player gets hurt is beyond me. He never had good Q QB play. Ryan Tannehill was okay, but he was mids. Yep. He was a product of the coach because there was a reason Miami got rid of him. Yep. So I don't understand that move by the Titans. I don't get it either. At all. I mean, you ain't finding better. I don't think Bill Belichick could lead Ryan Tannehill to a number one seed. That's you know how that. I think about Mike Vrabel yeah. and the job that he's done with Tennessee. I don't think those premier coaches would get Tannehill to that point. Nah. So the fact that he did that, but you know what? For Vrabel, good for him. Good for him. He's better you off. You know what? He's way better off, and I'll tell you why. Henry's gone. They have no franchise quarterback. They keep drafting quarterbacks and missing, and they don't know who's going to be what. And who else do you got? Yo, traded, actually, but they traded AJ Brown, their best offensive player outside of Derrick Henry at that point, and they have nothing else. That defense is a predication of Mike Vrabel and his system. Uh, they don't have any Pro Bowlers on that defense, really. There's nobody. There's nobody outstanding on that defense where you're looking at it like, oh yeah, we gotta watch him. We gotta block him. We can't throw it to that corner. No, he's got his boys playing, and he had them playing at the end of the season where they had nothing to play for. And I'll say this too: you draft Malik Willis in the second, and then you take Will Levis in the second in back-to-back -back drafts, right? And Will Levis showed some grit. He showed like he, he looked a little bit like a gamer. But let's be fair though. When you say they took Will Levis, let's not say that Mike Vrabel had a part in that. It wasn't Vrabel. I don't believe. I don't believe that either. And here's why. Because when they traded A.J. Brown, you could look at the disgust on his face on live video that he didn't want to trade him. It was kind of like, are you serious? Are, are you kidding me? Why the fuck would you trade yeah. our guy? That was, that was the look that he gave. So, yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's had any input on the roster or anything. I think they they have completely the GM has overrided the the head coach the entire time. And you know what? It, it's probably somewhat fair because he hasn't really proven himself to that point. Yeah. But 
at the same time, he's giving you six good years in Tennessee. His record is 99 and 54. I, what the Tennessee Titans were talking. And about. then there was something on Twitter. I saw it might've been from like CBS sports and it was like Vrabel and uh, Belichick and a few other coaches that had like the worst over the last 23 games. Those two were like top two and the worst um, record wise record wise. And sure. it's like not for nothing, but quarterback. Look at the quarterbacks at what you got. And here's the thing. I actually give Vrabel more of a pass than Belichick because Vrabel has no control over that roster. Uh, Maybe not no control, but he didn't go out there. He did the best with what he could. Yeah. My point is is that Belichick was bringing in those people and signing them to contracts. Devontae Parker and Juju and Hunter Henry and Johnny and not Johnny Smith. Uh, Who's the other dude? The other tight end they got. Oh, uh, Johnny Smith and uh, Hunter Henry. It was Johnny Smith. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, he got cut and then he went to the Falcons. Yep. Um, so I just like, I don't look at it like that. But to sit there and fire Vrabel when he was the face of the Titans, aside from Derrick Henry, it's crazy. And it was a great point that you brought up with the disgust on his face oh, yeah. when they traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles. And it was like, everybody was laughing, especially Eagles fans, because it's like, you just traded us A.J. Brown for, nothing. for the 17th pick. No. And I think the second, this uh, our second rounder, which yeah. turned into Malik Willis. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did, actually. Yep, that's correct. That is correct. It's like, come on, man, what are you doing? It's incompetency. Um, and then another incompetent franchise, Atlanta. They fired Arthur Smith. Not that Arthur Smith set the world on fire. He was 7-10 and 10 or in three straight, or 8-10 and 10 in three straight seasons, whatever. I, I like them now. I think Arthur Smith also was making the best he could with a terrible situation. When you see Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, every time I feel like the red zone came up, it was Desmond Ritter throwing a pick, fumbling, or getting sacked. Or throwing it in the ground. Yeah, and then, you know, we go back to the whole Kyle Pitts argument where it's like, is Kyle Pitts really this ass or is he a product of his quarterback? Which I don't, like, you know, we go back and forth on this. Johnny Smith produced. But it's fair, though. It It is a fair criticism because... You should still be able to get the ball to your best player. Well, that's your job. Your job as the head coach is to get your best players in the best position to succeed. They failed that. When they drafted Kyle Pitts, he was supposed to be a generational tight end. He was everything but that. Is it his fault? No, I'm not going to blame everything on him. But I believe he could do a better job, too. I don't think it's all on the quarterback because, like you said, John Smith was producing. I didn't hear him complain about lack of targets or, you know, uh, the passes being thrown into the ground. How come, yeah. how come all the passes to him are are are, are uh, accurate? That yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, inconsistencies in people's arguments when it comes to that. And then you got, like, Drake London, who I think – Personally, I think he could play. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's one of the uh, one of the really bright young receivers in this game, and they need a quarterback. If they can get a quarterback, I think that team could be really good because you drafted Bijan Robinson. Yeah, I, I could argue they didn't use him properly. I will actually. I, I was just going to go that. into that. And, I will and say I see why. I, but I could see why he got fired because he didn't use his best players in the best positions. And you used a fourth pick on him, and it's like not for nothing when you saw the well, elect- did he or the general manager do. That's a that's fair also point. Another point. But that's you can see the electricity that Bijan brought when he got the ball. But the problem okay. is, is when he got the ball. And it, we also said, like in the beginning, that's why he scared me in fantasy. And when we talked about it, it was because Tyler Algier was a thousand yard rusher the season before. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Algier had a good season again. Yeah. It was just, you know, they didn't properly use that backfield. And then you had Cordaro Patterson, and it was just like a log jam back there. And it was kind of like one day, one Sunday, it was. Algiers turn the next it was Bijan's then it was like oh Bijan didn't get, didn't get any carries and he was sick I remember uh we were laughing about that yeah and my brother had Bijan yeah, and I, he was freaking out about it and he was like, I guess he's like I'll never draft him again and we were laughing about it it was like you know 
you just didn't know. Well, you know what's funny about it is like when I looked at Atlanta's uh, roster, even in the offseason, I liked them a lot. They were the one of the teams that I, you know, I thought they were going to be a surprising team this year. Uh, based on the moves that they made, I liked what they have at running back. I liked the the the, uh, the tandem between Algier and Bijan. Like I, I personally think that could yeah. work. I mean, if you look around the in, in, in the NFL, if you can get a, a a guy that can that can break away to speed, and then you got somebody that can pound it between the tackles, that's what you want. Not for nothing, but, but you got to be in control of the game for that to work. The problem is they were always behind, so they could never really establish the run like they wanted to, and kind of feed off their two two good running backs. So you know, I think Algier and Bijan. I think they're they're awesome, bro. But not for nothing, Nick. Even if you look at if you go going back to Tennessee, Tajay Spears and Henry complemented each other. Now, albeit the Titans were trash, but Tajay Spears got he he had a productive season for being a backup. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, at one point, he was out snap for the majority of the season. I felt like he was out snapping Derrick Henry. But he was the third 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 down back. Yeah, so they were getting him involved slowly but surely, and I yeah. felt like that's kind of probably what they should have done with Bijan, but. When you draft somebody that high, you gotta get him in, ingratiated into the system quickly. Yeah, hey, I, I running back at four. Come on, you that's what I didn't understand. Four or six, whatever he was, he was a I think high he went fourth. Pick. He he was up there. Well, well Pitts went fourth. Um, no, 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 but they weren't in the same draft. No, but I think Pitts went fourth. Oh, he might have went, went eighth. He might have went eighth. You're but, right. You're but, right. But the thing is, is like you got two good studs that you just took in in the first round of the draft in the top ten picks. These guys should be your entire team they should be taking over they should be making your quarterback better yeah it's i not, agree it's just not working you know how like like i can watch will levis right deandre hopkins <laughs> makes will levis better and well, will other, levis and, and the other way around and will levis but will levis was also smart correct when you had deandre hopkins throw him the ball right but that's coaching too because when you got i think they have a good nucleus i like drake london on the outside i think they're missing a wide receiver wide receiver two. I think they have great running backs. I think their tight end position is solidified if they can get somebody in there that can get Kyle Pitts involved and get him open and scheme him open. That is the biggest question. And I just, I really like their roster. It's a shame that Arthur Smith lost his job, but not for nothing when you get blown out 41 to 17 in the must win game, you know, uh, that's that's what's going to happen. It was forty eight to seventeen. Forty. It was forty one, and then here comes the controversy. Let's talk shit, about that. Let's talk about that. So I want to know your thoughts on the whole Jameis Winston thing. Um, apparently, Dennis Allen told him to uh, go in the victory formation. He faked it, and then the reason that he gave was that the offense, as a collective unit, it's some said, shit. "Let's do it." They wanted to give Jamal Williams a touchdown because he had seventeen touchdowns last year, and he had none this year, which again is a load of shit. Right. Um, what do you think about that? Because it was, it was funny to me. Shannon Sharp, I and I, I should have sent Phil the clip. Fuck, Shannon Sharp like eviscerated Jameis Winston, saying he should be cut. He's a loser. He's a poor teammate. And I felt what Shannon Sharp was saying because that's exactly what I felt. You have that much lack of respect for your head coach that your head coach calls a play and you just totally ignore it, and then you try to get him a meaningless touchdown. Well, let me ask you a question. How much do you think the Saints respect their head coach? They don't at all. And That's that move right there yeah. shows me Dennis Allen has no the control or, over no, that the, team. The organization as a whole, GM, owner, all that. Do you think they respect the head coach? And I'm, I'm only asking for I, one specific I reason. don't think they go hand in hand, though. Perfect. The reason why I say that is because if that happened to Bill Belichick, a player go against his words. He would have been on the plane home. Reason, that person would have been cut already, and it wouldn't even been the, it, it wouldn't have been the discussion. 
that person is not returning to New England if that happens to Bill Belichick, right? Jameis Winston, I think, is going to get a pass. My thing is, why do you have to run up the score at that point? If you're going to run up the score, run a fucking play. Don't line up in victory formation and do a fake handoff to get a touchdown. That's some sucker shit. That is sucker shit, bro. If you're telling yeah. me uh, it's over, you're waving a white flag, we are too, good game, it's over, bro. But to run up the score and get a touchdown because one of your guys didn't score, that's not my problem. It's corny. He should have fucking scored all season. He had 17, 17 games to score, and he didn't score one time. Nick, he now, started the first four weeks of the season. But my thing is, if I'm Jamal Williams, how do I feel about yeah. that touchdown? That's some bullshit touchdown. That's not even a real touchdown. Even if, if, it's, if it's all my stats, I get it. But at the same time, it's bogus touchdown. It's, it's a one touchdown. touchdown. Who cares about the stats it for one touchdown? You stupid. you did nothing Dumb. the entire year to contribute to winning, and not for nothing. When Kamara got back, Kamara went crazy. Oh yeah. So Absolutely. that's that's even more of an indictment on how bad Jamal Williams was. And then it's like, oh, let's reward him and get a touchdown. It wasn't an incentive touchdown. Yeah. It was meaningless, and all it was was poor. It was poor sportsmanship. For and sure. here's the thing: we talk shit when we do sports, when we debate, when we do everything. I get it. I get it. But my point is, I wouldn't have cared if they ran up the score. It was how it was ran up. Sure. If Dennis Allen called the run play right. and they went and scored, I, I had care. no issue Me with either. it. Don't care. If you're going to win and you want to win big, by all means, do it. You're right. professional athletes. But when your head coach says go into victory formation and you come out there and then you give that excuse with the reporter. And it's, I just look nah. at Jameis Winston and I'm like, like Shannon Sharp said, that's why you were never successful. Yeah, you never won. And not for nothing, Shannon Sharp also touched on this point. Baker now in Tampa Bay with damn near the same team as Jameis got him to the playoffs. Yeah. And won the division. Yeah. I mean, whether it's fair or unfair, I mean, it's a two different two different seasons. So, like, the people in the division could be a lot worse than they were. But I get it. But the point is, is that Jameis had it, talent around him and yeah. Jameis is talented. Sure. The problem is Jameis is Jameis. He's talented, but is he? I mean, he just throws a lot of picks. Like he, he, he thirty he for thirty the game. Yeah, right. He's going to throw a lot of picks. But at the end of the day, dude, I think it was a sucker shit move. If you're going to line up and you're going to play, that's what we're going to do. We're going to run the play. But if if you're running if you're running some bullshit fake ass uh, victory formation for a touchdown, I'm just not into that. I'm just I, I just don't believe in that. You know what I mean? Like I'm all for playing to the final whistle. Yeah. You know me. Yeah. I, I, I'll play to the fun. I don't give a fuck if I'm down forty-eight to zero. If you're going to line up and you're going to and you're going to do a play, I'm 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 lining up with it. Whether I don't care what the score is, right? That's how I, I that's how I always been, right? But when you go into victory formation, it's different. It's different. It's bro. a different thing. It's saying, yo, the game's over. Good game. That's what you're saying. It's good game. It's over. Yeah. Right. But to run up the score. That's some bullshit. It was the fashion that's of which they did up. it. It was that the fashion of which they and did it. And I feel it. like, you know, I, that's not the reason why Arthur Smith got fired. No, no, no. It had I, nothing and, to do and with it. I want to make that clear. That's not the reason they why got they got blown fired. out regardless. Right. Correct. So that's why I'm like, it, it is correct. what it is. It was just more, it was more, I feel like when Arthur Smith went and started screaming at Dennis Allen, it actually looked like Dennis Allen was going to apologize. I think so. And Arthur Smith was going off. But Arthur Smith, his emotions were high. They got the best of him. He probably knew he was out. Sure. It was his last game. He just got embarrassed. And not for nothing, but if you put a mid-level, like the 15th best quarterback in that team, 16-7, even his 20. Yeah. Even if you throw, I know there's rumors on it, if you put Justin Fields on that team, they get marginally better. They may have nine wins, and they challenge Tampa. It's two more wins. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm not a huge Justin Fields guy, but 
he can't be worse than De Desmond Ritter. Oh, you don't know that. So yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Desmond Ritter is horrible. Yeah, Desmond Ritter is horrible. I, I I can't say to say. I mean, Fields is good. He shows flashes, but you look at his record. Yeah. Carter. No, he's he's, he, he's buns either. too. I'm with right. you, but um, what do you think is going to happen with Belichick? Nothing came out yet. He said him and Kraft were going back and forth. Um, Honestly, I don't think anything's going to happen to Bill. I think, think Bill, I think Bill is going to stay. The more <clears throat> the more that time passes, the more I think they're just going to operate as usual. I think they're going to have us. They're going to sit down. They're going to have a conversation, as the report's saying. And I think they're going to figure it out. I don't think Robert Kraft even wants to start over either. He, hell, even Bill Belichick. That's why Bill Belichick was so okay with relinquishing, relinquishing his rights as a GM. I think that is the reason why he was okay with it because he's looking around and he's he's looking around the league, bro. I'm seventy something years old. Do I really want to go out west? No. Everything is here for me. I'm I'm pretty content where I'm at. I love the Patriots. I want to continue to build on this. And Bill Belichick doesn't seem like the person to shy away from a challenge. And I think that's what the Patriots are. The Patriots are a challenge. So my thing is, I think Bill is going to stay. I think they're going to figure it out. And I think what's going to happen is they're going to get a new offensive coordinator. Maybe Billy O goes somewhere else. And I think they're going to get McDaniels. <laughs> I, 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 but you laugh. You laugh. But the last time that he was their offensive coordinator, they were in the playoffs. I with, get it with Mac Jones. I don't think he's a bad. I don't think he's a bad coordinator. I don't think so. I think he is a coordinator. I think he's an he's a co coordinator. Yeah. Where if I had him on on the staff, I'm okay with that because I know what he's capable of. He took Mac Jones to the playoffs, and Mac Jones hasn't been a starter pretty much all year. I know he's been benched for Bailey Zapp, and they so, were trash. So I do. I think Belichick's out. I think if he were to stay, I think it already would have came out. Wow. And I just feel that right now, I like I know what you're saying. How do you replace him? But now there is somebody that can replace him that's younger and has a similar style. But for me with Belichick, I've always pointed to the record without Brady. And I've said that I've said, you know, all year that it just looks like what's going on recently. The league kind of passed them by. Yeah. And I know his defense has always been has always been great. They were great this year. They just had no quarterback. But again, you hired the offensive coordinators, the defensive coordinators, the quarterbacks, the tight ends, the the, the lack of skill players. So for me, like but when Bill gets all that praise, he has to get that blame. And I just feel like his time is up there. I really do. I, I just it, outside and look, it's hard to say that he can't develop a quarterback because he had Brady for 20 years. And it's like, okay, when Brady started out, Brady was mid and Brady got, you know, he went from being a regular quarterback to being the GOAT. And the point of it is, is that did he develop Brady? Yeah, you have to say that he had some you know, impact on that. He drafted him. It goes, it goes with it. I know, but he didn't. What? He drafted the guy. He drafted him at 199. And if he saw that coming, he wouldn't have gone to the sixth round. You oh, know that. Absolutely. And I know that. Absolutely. But my point is, is that I just feel like with, with Belichick there, I just feel like that error is over. So my thing is, is anybody else that would draft Brady, they would get the credit. He should, he deserves some credit to draft Brady. Absolutely. Actually, absolutely. I, I'll give you that because people are talking about Shanahan drafting Brock Purdy. So, that's fair. That, yeah, that is a fair take, and I, I won't push back on that. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, to I be think honest. he's going to stay. I, it's going to be interesting to see, man. I, I, I just, I have a hard time believing the Patriots are going to just let Bill walk, even without a proper send off or something. The guy won six bowls, cause six rings, six. Ain't nobody in the league that has more than three right now as a head coach. 
has half of his rings. No, I understand I that. I, I get it. It was with Brady, but nobody has half of his rings currently in the NFL right now. Reed has what? Two? Reed's got two. two. Don't even have a third. Of, he has a third of, of his rings. To be honest, if you want to make a compelling argument, you can make a very, very compelling argument that Andy Reid has been more successful than Bill Belichick. According to what? According to his record, his coaching tree, and Who's what he's done rings, in multiple though? franchises. He's got more bowls. But it doesn't matter. Why? Because and, that's the ultimate goal, though, Mike. It is. So when the Super Bowl is the ultimate goal, when you got six of them things versus yeah. two, how can you argue? I get that. But if you give, if Andy Reid had Patrick Mahomes when he was younger, it would have been different. He had yeah, Donovan McNabb. Whoa, whoa, you said McNabb's a Hall of Famer, though. I said if he's a Hall of Famer, if Philip Rivers is. But you believe McNabb's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he's a borderline Hall of Famer, but I believe if Philip Rivers is in, then Donovan McNabb should be a first ballot because I believe that Donovan McNabb was more successful than Philip Rivers. It's tough, though. I mean, it's, it's but tough. But I know, but I, here's I the, my point is, is it's that two different coaching styles, though. Yeah. Fairness. But Andy Reid is an offensive genius. Sure. Andy Reid was successful. He went to four NFC championship games with Donovan, five NFC championship games with McNabb. Yep. He went to five now with Patrick Mahomes, or how many with Mahomes? Three? Four? But my thing is, is that Great. his uh, one. his coaching tree has been more successful. Who did he lose to? What? Who did, who did he lose to? The two and one with uh, the Chiefs? And the championship game? No, the bowl. Tom Brady. Oh, that's right. That's right. Forgot about that. Has Bill Belichick been to a Super Bowl without Tom Brady? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm I appreciate already, it. I'm all right, already all right. went for Brady, bro. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, then. As long as you're clearing that up. All right, as long as you're clearing that up, then we cool. But, no, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm an Andy Reid guy. And just when you see Andy Reid, he's still kicking. The league didn't pass his ass by. Well, he's got he's got somebody in his prime. Ag agreed. That's, agreed. Yeah. It, it, Bill don't have Brady in his prime anymore. Yeah. But he had 20-year dominant. A 20-year dominant run? I know. I don't give a fuck who's that. The problem is, is before – the issue is, is before and after – He's been he's been suspect, I, I and it's a fair criticism, it, dude. It's a, it is because it's not like he's meddling at five hundred, few games over, few games hundred. The dude is like twenty games under five hundred. So let me ask you a question: You start your career, it didn't start off hot, yeah. But then in the next twenty years, two decades, right? Two, two fucking straight decades, twenty years, you dominate the league, right? Then all of a sudden, you start to tail off the last couple of years, yeah. What do you think about that career in general? I mean, you you dominated for two fucking decades. The, 20 years, bro. No, and I understand, but here's the problem. A newborn is, could, could get his... A newborn, from the time that he started his run with the Patriots... Yes. ...to the time that his run ended with the Patriots... Yes. ...that person, that newborn, yeah. can now legally drink. Yes. That's how fucking crazy that is. But the problem is, is that newborn that was able to legally drink went to another franchise and won it all. And the, and the and daddy was still stuck in the mud well, and embarrassed himself. And that's the problem. I don't think he embarrassed himself, though, because he made the playoffs the year after Brady departed. One year, bro. And every other year he's been garbage. I mean, he won four games this year. They were the worst team in the league. Yeah, well, of course. They don't have a quarterback. But you know what? That's his fault. I understand that. But you, the one thing you didn't say about them, about the Patriots, was their defense. I said that. I just said that. Their defense this year, It was bro, great. Bro, that's coaching. That is top of the line coaching that you can't find on the open market like that. That's different. Now, look, do I think Bill Belichick is over his head with the GM and head coaching position at this point in time? Absolutely. I think he should relinquish his rights as the, as the GM. Could you imagine Bill Belichick focusing 100% on coaching? 
Could you imagine the players and the teaching that they're going to get and how much better they're going to be? He has his hands in so many things in that organization. If you take his hands out of out of all the piles and you only put it into head coaching, that team is going to be very good very quickly. The problem is he can't get out of his own way with his ego. Well, that's true. But and I, he but, fucked up Mac Jones. But I actually he is the but hold on real fast. He is the reason Mac Jones faltered. He's the reason Mac Jones fell. Him and only him. I don't disagree because with that. Josh McDaniels leaves and you replace him with a bum. A defensive coordinator. That was on Bill Belichick. It stunted his growth. It absolutely did. We're on uh, Twitter, going back to CBS, if you compare Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence, they have the same stats. Mac Jones statistically has been better than Trevor Lawrence, and that's with that's with trash around them. Devontae Parker, you're signing Devontae Parker, Juju Smith, Johnu Smith, uh Hunter, uh Hunter Henry. Right. They're garbage. What are you doing? That's that's your weapons. That's your the Eagles are trading for AJ Brown. The Dolphins are getting Tyreek Hill. And that's what I'm saying. If you get if if he can get rid of the GM role, they get a GM in there that that Belichick wildly respects, loves his business acumen, loves the way he thinks, loves the way he evaluates players, all that. Can't and, do it. And Belichick can focus on coaching. That's a different animal. Can't He's, do it. But you gotta remember, Belichick is doing all this, being successful, the GM, right? For 20 years, bro, dominance, being the GM and the head coach. Come no, on. because at the whole question, real thing before we move on, but that's 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 total cap. Why is it cap? Because what was the narrative around surrounding Brady for those 20 years? He can win with anybody. Yeah. Bill Belichick was never signing big wide receivers. They got one wide right. receiver in that, and now they drafted Gronk. They got Aaron Hernandez. You know, we don't got to go into that. Right. But outside of Randy Moss, it Wes was Walker. five foot white guys. Wes Walker, yeah, and he, he was he was a really good. It was player. Tom Brady that had nothing to do Absolutely. with Bill Belichick because Wes Walker wasn't that good in Miami. It was a system. It was. Julian Edelman was a quarterback. I know that. Bill Belichick drafted him. Okay, we want to convert you to receiver. Okay. Um, Tom Brady, bang. Yeah. There you go. But um, real fast before we get into the uh, playoffs, do you have any hot takes or predictions going into the 2024 season? Um, uh, hold on real fast. Uh, have one? He had a uh, question. Anyone think Belichick would sign as head coach for Seattle since he used to work with Carroll years ago? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say no to that Bengals forever. And the reason why I say no is because at a say of uh, the point I made earlier and that it was just because I don't believe Bill, Bill Belichick at this point in time is going to uproot his family from the East coast to the West coast. I just, I, at this point, I just don't see it. Yeah. So I'm going to be out on that, but that's actually a really good, uh, a really good eye for that. I mean, that's a really good. A the really thing good, is, too, really is question. that they're kind of they're kind of similar. They have they would have a good defense. His defense would still work. Excellent. And question. honestly, Gino with those wide receivers, I mean, that actually could be a good landing spot. It's just across the country. Yeah, he doesn't have to recruit wide receivers. But he, the wide receivers are there. Yeah. The running back is there, and I'm sure he could work with Gino. That's one. That's one thing Bill is ass at is the evaluation of wide receivers. He is yeah. absolutely. I mean, we're talking N. Keel Harry. He is bottom of the fucking barrel when it comes to the wide receivers. He does yeah. not have to know how to evaluate talent there. All right, give me a hot take because I got one. Got I mean, I don't know if it's a crazy it. hot take. I think Mike Vrabel goes to the Patriots and they sign Russell Wilson. Whoa, really? Mm -hmm. Damn. I think Vrabel and Russ go to New England. Wow. And I think Belichick goes to the Commanders. Okay. I got one for you, too. I said it earlier in the season, and I still believe this. I don't think Mike Evans is going to come back to Tampa Bay next year. I think he's going to outprice himself. Where's he go? New York. I think he's going to the Jets to pair up with Garrett Wilson. And he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. What about the Chiefs? But the problem with that is they ain't gonna have any money for the for the for the line. But the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs could could find a way to get Higgins. Nah, 
Why not? Too much money. He's going to the Panthers. Nah. Panthers are going to write him a fucking. He's going to get thirty five million a year, bro. If he goes to the Panthers, I mean, <laughs> you can kiss his career goodbye. I mean, I agree. I I totally agree. I'm not debating that. Um, but all right, NFC playoffs. Eagles got clapped in Week 18, 27 to 10. Cowboys clinched the division. Twenty straight years, I think, of no repeat champion. Wow. 19, something like that. 20, I think it was 20 years where they don't have a repeat champion. Good. That's a crazy statistic. That's, awesome. That's a crazy statistic. Uh, they're the second seed. Eagles are the fifth seed. Um, the Bucks beat the Panthers 9-0. That was an ugly game. Baker got nicked up a little bit. He yeah. was kind of limping. Bro, if you're a Panthers fan or you're a part of that organization, how do you how do you even sell tickets for next year? I got to be honest with you. I thought the Panthers outplayed the Bucks in that game. I really do. I, think I mean, that, I mean, look, the guy that made the play of the game was Antoine Winfield Jr. And ironically, he got snubbed for the Pro Bowl a week ago. And that guy deserves every prayer. If you watch that play, the way that where he was from the start of that play and for his ass to hustle across the field, knock the ball out at the one yard line, bro, what a play. That was the game-changing moment in that game because if Carolina scores, I think Carolina wins that football game. I really do. I think the momentum goes towards Carolina. I think Tampa Bay is playing panic, and I think Carolina is going to go after Baker because they know that he was hurt. I think Carolina would have won that football game if it wasn't for that fumble. I Maybe. really believe that because Carolina, I mean, Carolina on defense, they had the Bucks number. The Bucs couldn't do jack shit. On, on on offense, Mike Evans. I don't know where he was. Who did he had three catches for twenty two yards, which is ironic because in the first drive he had two catches for sixteen. So Carolina made some adjustments from the after the first drive, and they did an excellent job. I thought Carolina was in position to win this game, and 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 steal it from the Bucks. The Bucks honestly, they didn't look impressive. Baker, he hasn't been that impressive, Mike, in the last couple of weeks. Albeit he hasn't. He no, be, he could be a little. They bit played. Injured. They didn't play good teams. He has been. He's he's been nicked up a little bit. But they got hot, and, and after they beat uh, the Packers and the Jags, and then after after that, they've kind of tailed off. So you know, I was, I I just wasn't impressed by the victory over the over the Panthers. There I was felt nothing like to Panthers, be impressed about. I felt like the Panthers gave them that game. I know. I, I really do. When I watched that football game, I I thought the Panthers they had a lot of miscues. Yeah. Where, they left a lot of points on the board, and that's what—that's what's gonna—that's why—that's the reason why they're—they are the way they are because yep. they just can't—they can't, they can't uh, convert on the positive place. So Packers beat the Bears seventeen to nine for the hundredth in a row. Justin Fields totally shits to bed, ruined his chance of staying in Chicago. Um, but they uh, Packers back into the playoffs. Jordan Love, man, he was second in the league in touchdown passes this year. He's number five, and he's a, he's the fifth best passer statistically this year the green bay fifth. and these fucking quarterbacks man. the fifth right aaron Rodgers got hurt yo shout out to green bay man green bay fucking nailed that shit they really did they really did man they got out of harm's way all the drama with Rodgers and the shit going on right now they got out of that in their locker room bro they yeah. got something they got a, a fresh kid in there that is that, that has learned from rogers and now he's applying the knowledge on the football field and it showed because he made the playoffs this year i gotta salute the man bro he did a great job and he 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 deserves to he be earns it he absolutely earned absolutely it. who was the uh got one there man who was the biggest loser in um week 18 the biggest loser is it's gotta be Man, that's tough. Who do you think is the biggest loser? 
I think it's the Bears I'm, organization. I'm, I'm in between. I think it's Justin Fields. I'm sorry, not the organization. I think it's Justin Fields and Bears fans. Justin Fields lays an egg. They're keeping Matt Eberflus. Yeah, they fired the offensive coordinator. Yeah. But that dude, that franchise is just in disarray. They're in disarray. They always are. They can't draft quarterbacks. They can't develop them. I'm sorry. Justin Fields was the most bet MVP guy in the offseason when they signed DJ Moore. He was supposed to turn it around. Yeah. Like, not for nothing. DJ Moore's a good wide receiver. He's a good wide receiver. He he could be a great wide receiver with a quarterback. And Justin Fields, for whatever reason, just can't do it. Yeah. Luke Getze is the offense coordinator. I, I think my name. I think my biggest my biggest one my biggest loser is the Giants. I mean they really had no business in winning this football game. They actually hurt their draft stock. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's a team where I'm like, you didn't have to win. You know what I mean? The Giants, yeah. like that's where you're in the position. I get the position they were trying to be in. They were trying to play spoiler because if yeah. the Eagles did lose, you know, or whatever, but or the Cowboys were losing to came in uh, to to the Commanders that they could have. You know, knock the Eagles out as well for the division. I don't know. I get that. But they really fucked themselves on the draft. I know. They could have had a, a little bit better pick than the six. So I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Giants on that one because I think they they are a quarterback and they got they got a long way to go. Cause I don't think Saquon's coming back. I don't think they have a backup running back. I don't like any Giants is, that's a good one. The Giants, the Giants are trash, bro. They don't have a tight end. They have old ass Darren Waller. He catches a pass and he's on the sidelines for the rest of the game. That's what happens. That's that's what that's what happened in the game against the Eagles. He yeah. caught a beautiful pass, and all of a sudden, you never saw him again because he was hurt. Then you got Sterling Shepard; he's already gone. Then you have who else do they have? They had nobody else. They had nobody. The Giants had nobody on that team for next year, and they had the sixth overall pick. You could have got a better pick if you didn't if you didn't fucking win. Yeah. So now they're they're stuck with the six, and now what do they do at quarterback? They just signed Daniel. They they had Daniel Jones on the books for forty billion. So like, what do you do? What do you do if you're the Giants? They're the biggest. Oh, winner. they're drafting a quarterback. But well, I agree with you. That's a great take. Who's the and I biggest winner? Because for me, it's the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, well, there's the and this, we're talking about the NFC, right? This is the NFC winners. Oh shit! So I didn't realize that. My yeah. bad. So, so the, the biggest, biggest NFC winners. Oh, it's got to be Dallas. Absolutely. You get the two seed. You get your home games. Yeah. You play better at home than you do on the road. They were my pick. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dallas is pretty cut and dry on on that. I mean, to to be in that position where the Eagles have the easier schedule, they have the tougher schedule. The, um, oh, I'm sorry. You drop two, and then you the whole thing happens with the Lions. It falls your way. You know what I'm saying? So, for for um, the NFC, it's the... The Cowboys. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack my statement. It's not the Cowboys. It's 150. percent It's the Buccaneers. They lost that game. The Saints are in the playoffs, and Bucks are out. Yeah, that's true. That's so a guy. Yeah, the I, I'm a winner. You. Is the Bucks? They got into the dance. Look, if they didn't get into the dance, they had a lot of questions surrounding that quarterback. Now they got into the dance. I think it could put those questions to bed for a little bit depending on how Baker plays in the first round. So I feel like they have some positive momentum, you know, making the playoffs. I think that's a, that's a huge accomplishment. You know, only four teams make uh, 14 teams, make it out of 32, you know, you're, you're better than upper half in the league. So you got to salute him for that. So I think they are the biggest winners in that. And second would be the Cowboys, but the Cowboys didn't really win anything because they didn't even have to win because the Eagles got their ass clapped. Yeah. So they didn't have to win. I know. So really, yeah, they are a winner in this week, but the Buccaneers, to me, slam dunk. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so the seedings are the 49ers are the one seed, the Cowboys are the two seed, the Lions are the three, the Bucks the four, Eagles are the five, Rams are the six, Packers are the seven. So we're giving are you want to give your 
championship prediction now? No, nah, we're going to do it later. Because right. I have a whole breakdown. You guys want to stay tuned for this. I got a fucking crazy bracket that's going to happen. So you want to stay tuned. All right. It's All insane. Right. It's, in, it's crazy talk. But you know what? It's theories, baby. And I came here to fucking pod. And I'm I came here to give you guys my picks. So stay tuned for that, baby. Let's go. Um, AFC. All right. Jaguars lose 28 to 20. Steelers beat the Ravens 17 to 10. Steelers got into the playoffs as a seven seed. The Jags are out. Um, they can, are one seed, bro. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm over that. Can we have an honest conversation about Trevor Lawrence? I'm over that. I like that. I am. I'm over that. I'm over it because Trevor Lawrence, when he came out, was talked about like he was going to be that next dude, and he's been far from it. Far from it. Yeah. And I'm tired of it now. First, it was, oh, it was Urban Meyer. They get Doug Peterson. Yeah. They start out like shit. Three and eight. They get on a little bit of a heater. Call, call fire. They win that. They, uh, whatchamacallit, they win the playoff game against the Chargers. Everybody, including us, thought Trevor Lawrence was taking that jump. Yeah. We were all dead wrong. This year, he reverts back to the same thing. Oh, he was eight and three before his injury. I don't care. His stats were garbage. I think he had nine oh. touchdowns in the first eight games. And it's like, bro, that's not what taking the next leap is. And for me with them, I'm just like, I'm just so over the Trevor Lawrence. Like, Trevor Lawrence is ass. He may be good in a few years. He may be good next year. But right this second, Trevor Lawrence is some shit. I think he's a mid, mid-level quarterback. He's a mid-level quarterback. I don't think he's some shit because when I see him throw in the pocket, he's got good mechanics. He's got good delivery. He throws a good ball. I just think he's wildly inconsistent. And he's missing guys wide open like fucking Calvin Ridley. That was your chance in the game. Did you see that play where he missed them completely wide yep. open? I mean, that's – look, you play 17 weeks in the season. That's a throw you got to make at week 18. You know what I mean? Like, if you miss that if you miss that throw early in the year, okay, maybe you're rusty. It's earlier on. You'll, you'll catch fire. Week 18 and you're missing a throw like that with the game on the line? Your playoffs are on the line? You're the franchise quarterback. You got to make that play. Real you gotta fast. Make that play. Tom said, I know he lost Kirk, but he said, I'm out on him too. And I agree with Tom. I know Kirk was a huge loss, but when you are that dude, when you lose a guy like that, you can elevate the level of play with your whole, with your whole team. And he just didn't. In fact, he was the problem. Was Evan Ingram still there? That's what I'm saying. Travis Etienne still what, there? And what about Ke uh, Calvin? Calvin really still there? So Sage I don't Jones. understand that. But I mean, Jones was hurt, but I, yeah. he's a good player, by the way. He is. But I'm in total agreement with Tom on that. Like I know, yeah, Christian losing Christian Kirk sucks. True. But True, by Tom. this, but by the same token, Trevor Lawrence, bro, you are you are talked about like you're one of the five best quarterbacks. Yeah. And you're not even one of the ten best quarterbacks. So wow. that's where I'm at on. I that. mean, look, it's going to be a topic of conversation for the off season for sure. I think yeah. they have a long off season in Jacksonville. I think they have a lot to figure out. Um, you know, what did, what did they do with Calvin Ridley? Right? Like, what did they do with the quarterback position? Obviously, they're going to stick with, with Calvin Lawrence. Ridley. Lost a lot of money because I know he's up for his contract, yeah, yeah, but man. he's he's going to get. He's not getting a big deal. He's just not. I don't think he's getting Christian Kirk money. Like, no, like, he, he doesn't warrant it. No, nah, I I think he'll probably he might get OBJ money though. With the Ravens, couple years. What, deal. like one year, fifteen million? That's that's the market, man. You know what I mean? I, I, whether you think it's high or not, that's just the market value. So the bottom line is, I just think that you know, I think he's going to get paid regardless. I think somebody out there is going to want a speedy receiver that can have potential for wide receiver one status. Like they'll they'll take a, a risk on on somebody like that because yeah. I think their logic could, you know, a GM's logic could be like, well, he sat out a whole year. 
you know, from the whole gambling thing. And then yeah. he come back. All right, he, he, he got one year. I did say, I did say I didn't like that when you said you that year. It takes on. time to get I up. I was to way speak. off of Calvin Ridley. I thought he was going to be a slam dunk, home run, certified star in, in Jacksonville, where he was going to change life in Jacksonville for that entire offense. And it didn't work out for him. And it's kind of it's puzzling too because they have good running backs, they got good pieces. And after it's the first like, game, after the first game, he looked like he was going to set the world on fire. Oh, the first yeah. game or two, it was like, oh shit, all you right, maybe like, yeah, he's fine. You're like, yo, bro, you were right, you were spot yeah. on. And then after that, I just like, damn, like I was way off after that. But yeah, man, it's it, it, intriguing all season for the Jags. They uh, that was our one seed going into the uh, the season, and man, they made us look foolish. I'll tell you that they I made know. the world look foolish. Texans beat the Colts 23 to 19 and win the AFC South due to the Jags losing. CJ Stroud, bro. Excellent. That dude is he's excellent. He's money. He's awesome. He is money. He's great. Great player. He's money. I'm really rooting for them this weekend. Yeah, I think what I think what impresses me about him is just like in critical situations, man, he he steps up. You know, the first fucking play, the first offensive play of the game, the guy goes down and just throws a bomb. That's that's the way to set the tone, right? Yeah. Your defense goes down, they give up points. First, first fucking play of the game, you air it out. And I, I always believe in that too. First play of the game or any type of drive, just air it out, man. If you got the skill set players around you, take your chances down the field if it's open. When you got one-on-one coverage with Nico Collins against a safety or a corner, I'm taking Nico Collins 10 times out of 10 any day of the week due to his size, speed, and athleticism. He is excellent, man. And I think I think C.J. Stroud is really bringing out the best in Nico Collins because we've never seen Nico Collins perform at this level. So I think Nico Collins is a really good uh, up-and-coming star wide receiver in this league. And C.J. Stroud, to have him paired, man, it's going to be it's it's going to be uh, bright days ahead in Houston. And I'm happy they're in the playoffs, man. It's just it's really like a breath of fresh air to see something new into the playoffs. And what a story they were. They won three games last year. So salute to the Texans and uh, and Tom's right. He had flash. He had flashes last year, though. He did have flashes, but this yeah. year he's shown a lot more consistency, and that's due to his quarterback making him a better player. Vice versa, you know. I, I believe that. So yeah, absolutely, man. This this team's got a bright future, and uh, wow, man, I can't say enough about CJ Stroud. Yeah, and also D'Amico Ryan's. If he doesn't win Coach of the Year, it's the biggest robbery in the history of the world. There's bro, they were not pro they were projected to win like three or four games, dude. They're over and under, I think it was four and a half. My vote would go to Kevin Stefanski. That's so ridiculous. I don't think so. That's so ridiculous. But why is that bro. ridiculous? Because he had a rookie, right? And he made the wide receivers better and right. the team better. Okay. That, that's all it's the Houston Texans, dude. They weren't projected to be good for years because of uh trading Watson. Look. That's yeah, that organization was in shambles. The bottom line is, did anybody see the Browns yeah, having you, 11 wins? You. Right. But nobody listened to me because they don't. So that's okay. But the injuries they had this year were very significant. You lost Nick Chubb. You lost your starting quarterback who you pay $250 fucking million for, right? Whether that's a loss or not, whether they got better or not after he departed, so what? You still have money on the books for that guy to take up that cap space. So you got Deshaun Watson on there, right? You lost Nick Chubb. You had injuries on the offensive line. You had injuries on the defense. They, they have depleted their whole team from injuries. What did they do? They bounced back. They fucking signed Joe Flacco, and they their defense never bat an eye. Their defense looks fantastic, possibly one of the best defense in the league, 
and their offense is clicking on all cylinders like I've never seen before. Joe Flacco looks like he's in his prime. He's throwing pinpoint accuracy passes to like like I'm I'm on the I am blown away about Joe Flacco. I, he's throwing into some tight windows in the red zone where if there is no space, no space for error in the red zone, he is throwing seam passes over linebackers and getting his his tight end involved right there on the money and it's always a touchdown. The guy's playing fantastic when you can run the football like that. Kevin Stefanski has held this locker room all season long. All the turmoil from from Deshaun Watson, all the backlash from uh, Deshaun Watson and all that shit, he's held this team like glue. He has to get some consideration. I I think I would probably go with Stefanski. No way. And I I see the D'Amico Ryans thing. I do. But D'Amico Ryans, I don't... But nobody was talking about the Texans the way they were talking about the Browns. The Browns have the best defense in the league. They have Amari Cooper. They had Nick Chubb. And I know Nick Chubb got injured. injured, But they said that the the offensive line is great. This, that, and the third. Stefanski had a lot more to work with. D'Amico Ryans was projected to be trash. They were, oh, is it a good hire? It's a defensive head coach, blah, blah, blah. Then you get C.J. Stroud, who's a rookie. He's he's got, what, 25 touchdowns and, like, five picks? Yeah, he's talking I mean, it's crazy. And then, like, Nico Collins, yeah, Nico Collins did show some good things last year. And I know his quarterback was ass. I can't even remember. I can't think of the dude's name. But you got to look about that. I'm going based on the entire body of work, right? And I get the Texans. I totally do. Their division's ass. Cleveland's is, is a gauntlet. Yeah. They got three teams in the playoffs. That's fair. Steelers, Ravens, and Browns. Bengals, who are... Well, the Colts and the Jags were right there, too. They're not on that level, but... The Bengals are a solid team, I would say. They won nine games. They won nine games. That division, to be in that position... is is I got you. I got you. And they were one win away from being the the one seed. If they would have beat the Ravens and they swept them, they would have been the one seed. That's crazy. That's wild to think about With all those injuries, everything that's happened and transpired... To be the glue of that franchise, I, 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 you have to be considered. I know. On the other side, in the AFC East, Bills beat the Dolphins to win the AFC each, which is crazy since they were six and six. Um, I can't believe they won the division. I can't believe it either. I really can't believe that. And I was going to ask you the biggest loser and the biggest winner uh, for the AFC now, since I didn't realize that. But for me, the biggest loser is the Miami Dolphins yeah. because you drop all the way to the sixth seed. Yeah, you dropped it a six seed. Yeah, and then for the the biggest winner would be the Bills. The Bills organization is the biggest winner. And listen to me here, they're winning despite Josh Allen not really playing that well. The, right. They were eleven and they were six and six. Yeah, they ripped off a five game winning streak. Josh Allen last game three fifty nine, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Game before that one hundred and sixty nine yards, no touchdowns, an interception. Game before that two hundred and thirty seven yards, a touchdown, an interception. 94 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. 233 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That was his last five games. But it's different now for the Bills to be able to win with Josh Allen not being the entire team. So for me, I feel like that gives them a lot of confidence that they can win in different ways and they're not so dependent on Josh Allen. They still are. They need Josh Allen to play well because he's still going to put pressure on defenses because he's so fucking talented. Mm -hmm. But for them to be winning, oh, and not to mention, Stephon Diggs hasn't really been anything. Right, right. Stephon Diggs has been nothing, honestly. Now, they had that one bomb in that game, but that was kind of like, all right, cool. He's still there. That was the old Josh Allen and Diggs connection, though. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what's going on there. That remains to be seen. But for the Bills to be in this position with your quarter, with Josh Allen not playing to Josh Allen standards, that's 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 awesome for them. Good for them. Seriously, good for them. To be in the, the second seed, if they're being six and six in the yeah. AFC, 
good for them. All right. I have a different perspective. The biggest winner in week 18, and this might shock you, right? The biggest winner in week 18 for the AFC, it's the Miami Dolphins. I know they lost the vision. I know that, right? I know they fall from the two to the six, right? Yeah. But in the first, if they would have won that game, they would have played Buffalo in the first round. They just played Buffalo. I don't think that goes well, right? Yeah. But if I look at the first round matchup, Dolphins at Chiefs, I think the Dolphins have a better chance to win that game against the Chiefs than they do against the Bills. So I will, we talked about it a little bit when we were talking about it. And I love that. That's a great, I love the way you did that because we talked about it a little bit. And we were saying, like, if the Dolphins, I said the Dolphins shouldn't want to win this game. No. Because for them, they then go have to try and beat the Bills in back-to-back weeks. In the same place. In the same That's mm-hmm. tough to do. Yeah. that's And I wouldn't believe, yeah. I don't think the Bills could have done it. And my thing is, is that. Or the Dolphins. That's actually, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think of it like that. And I, I love that take. I love that take. I really do, dude. That's, that's good shit. So the seeding in the AFC, the Ravens are the one seed. The Bills are the two. Chiefs are the three. Texans are the four. Browns are the five, Dolphins are the six, and the Steelers are the seven. Bro, this this playoffs is going to be crazy. Let's get into Saturday's games. Browns minus two and a half at the Texans. Um, these teams are the two teams that did the trade for Deshaun Watson um, back in 2022, which is <laughs> – I'm so happy for the Texans. They got rid of that pile of shit. Um, C.J. Stroud versus Joe Flacco. Years of experience, Super Bowl winner versus a rookie that has no idea what he's doing. I gotta be honest with you, man. This this bodes well for Joe Flacco. The experience in the playoffs is is a lot, is everything. Um, the magnitude, the moment. I I would I would lean towards Joe Flacco having the edge here. I know CJ Stroud's a better quarterback, but in positions in terms of playoffs, I'm always going to take the the veteran quarterback that's been there, won a bowl, and has experience. I will take Joe Flacco in this matchup here. I'm torn on this it's to be honest. Because here's that. the thing, I, I want to say Joe Flacco, but like. I mean, my my theory and why it would be Joe Flacco is the experience. But the reason I say C.J. Stroud is C.J. Stroud is obviously better. Joe Same Flacco man. was on a little bit of a heater. And it's like, can he? is it sustainable? True. I don't know if it's sustainable. Like, it would you not. I don't, I don't think it doubt. would shock anybody if Joe Flacco comes out there in two days and shits the bed. I think people would be like, ah, oh, we saw that coming, right? No, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I feel like people would just be like, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. So I feel like if Joe Flacco stays on this trajectory, everybody's going to be like, all right, what's going on? But for me, I think the edge is Stroud. Mm. I think he's younger. I think he can oh. handle – I think he has got he can handle pressure better because he's agile enough to get out of the way. Yeah. Joe Flacco's not that anymore. So that's where I'm at on that. Well, he's CJ Stroud's going to need to do that this week. I was just going to say that because – I was just going to say, the X factor is going to be, can CJ Stroud – Avoid or avoid that pass rush, or get the ball out quick enough to negate that pass rush. Uh, Miles Garrett's coming. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that's what I that's what I don't know. And then my X factor for the Browns is: Can Joe Flacco sustain the level of play that he's at? Yeah. And that's what I don't know. Yeah. If Joe Flacco comes out there and he's slinging it the way he's in, this game's going to be 35-35. It's going right. to be 35-30. Right. So I don't know. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I love the I love this game. All right, I, I, I'm. Do you have X factors on this? Fa- my X factor is David Njoku. Yo, can we speak on him I for mean, a minute? The guy he I, got burned 
<laughs> and was like, all right, I'm trying to burn. I don't mean to laugh at that because that is a really sad story. But like, yeah, ever since he got burned, they burned me. Yeah, the 50 cent voice. Yeah. They burned me over and over and over. <laughs> That's like a throwback. They what they supposed to. They burned me. Yeah. yeah. Was, ever since that shit, that motherfucker has been on a tear, man. He's literally been on fire. Yeah. Like legitimately been on fire. So he is my X factor. He took over that game. That last important game that they had, I forget who they played. They played, um, who the fuck did they play where he smoked everybody? Um, it was their last game. Cleveland's last game. Meaningful game. Not last week's, but the previous week. Who did they play? The against? Jets? Was it the Jets? No, they played another formidable, formidable opponent. What was the, uh, he fucking lit them up. Yeah, we were laughing fucking about it, absolutely dude. lit their ass up. I think it was the Jets. You might be right. It was a Thursday night game, right? Yeah, because we were saying he was torching the defense. Yeah, and the, de the Jets' defense is really good. That's what it was, and yeah. And he absolutely dominated. Don't doubt with, me, bro. Without, you don't have to doubt me. I was bad. fucked up. Without Amari Cooper, right? Mm -hmm. he did, Elijah Moore got hurt in that game, and he still dominated. That team is – he's the X factor. If they could stop him and negate him, they gonna, they're going to have a chance to win this football game. But if he runs free like he was doing against the Jets, they got zero chance to win this game. Zero. I agree. All right, so I'm taking the Texans here okay. on the money line. I think the Texans win this game. I actually can't believe the Browns are two-and-a-half points favorites. I can. In Texas. I can. I'm taking the Browns. I got the Browns to win this football game. I think the Browns – Do you think they covered game. a two-and-a-half? I think they covered a two-and-a-half. I think they win by six. That's I th crazy. I think, I think, I, look, I think C.J. Stroud's going to have a long day. I really do. We're going to see. We're going to see how he operates. I think that defense in Cleveland, they got a weak rest – they're going to be ready for this, all right? They're, they've been waiting for the playoffs for a long time. Do you think the weak rest fucks with Joe Flacco? Could he get out of rhythm? No, I he's actually, old. I, I mean, not I, for I nothing. He came think, off. He came home from the crib and I, started lighting it up the first game he was there. So I, I think that was the rest. I think play. the rest helps. I think in that week they could build even more team chemistry. He's loving playing football. He looks like he's playing. Like like he's having kid. fun. I know. Like I'm again. with you. And he even said that in his interview. That's a scary motherfucker, man. It's a scary you, seven. You play against somebody that has nothing to lose, enjoying what they do, look out. I know. Give me the Browns. The Browns are going to win this football game. C.J. Stroud had a great year. Texans had a great year. I'm looking forward. I'll be looking forward to seeing them in the offseason talk about them because they're going to be a really good team to talk about. In the Does Flacco come back? <laughs> well, I don't I don't, I, nah. I don't. know. I don't think he comes out at the Browns. Yeah. They're too tied up in Deshaun Watson. But I'll tell you what. I think Joe Flacco gives him a better chance right now to win the Deshaun Watson. I don't oh, care. Oh, yeah. I don't I, Even to start the season, give me Flacco. Absolutely. It's bro. not close. I watched Deshaun Watson. We're going back with bro, this dude on Instagram. He's that good. Deshaun oh. Watson is mid. I don't care what. Look at this, bro. His stats were garbage. It's not even that. When what? Look what? Look how the Browns blow out teams when they're when their offense is clicking because their defense is so good. The Browns and on December twenty fourth, you'll like this one, Mike. However, the Browns did play the Texans on Christmas Eve. Yeah, the Browns beat them in 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 Houston thirty six to twenty two. Now, do you think that game has a factor? I mean, you know how I look at it. It's hard to beat a team twice. Like, bro, I think everybody and their mother is going to take the plus two and a half for the Houston Texans. A, they're a popular team. Everybody's We'll see if that line moves. I, I if, it, if it moves, it's going to move in the Browns' favor. We'll see. We'll see. I believe To that. be honest. I think it's going to move to three. And I would take the Cleveland Browns. Because I think, and you gonna take bet, a hot L. Well, I think the soccer bet is the is the Texans. They're home and they're getting points. They're getting uh, CJ Stroud. I'm getting the uh, the 
the um, off, uh, the coach of the year. I'm getting Nico Collins, and I'm getting points. Of it's a sucker bet. I would take the Browns here. They're a better football team. Bad news. We'll I see. I think that's going to be a great game to start off oh, the playoffs think, too. Oh yeah, Me I'm looking too. forward to it. Dolphins at Chiefs. Chiefs minus four. Tyreek Hill goes back to Kansas City where he was traded from. Um, what do you think about the Dolphins? Is there a way for them to actually pull off this upset? It's going to be zero degrees with a wind chill of like negative 20. Well, I, I don't think, look, I, bro, I, that is, if you get hit in that, I know. Do you know how bad that's going to hurt? Well, look, I actually think that kind of plays into the chiefs factor because, of course. because I think Miami operates off speed. And I don't know how fast you're going to be when it's zero degrees. Because when you hit that ground, your fucking toes are going to be frozen. That ground is going to be hard, bro. It ain't going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Pause. Yeah. That ground is going to – if you get hit on that ground, even running on solid ground like that doesn't really bode well for 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 uh, quickness. I, I like the – to me, I – I, the only way Miami could pull off this upset, and there's really all, only one way, is if they can get big explosive plays from Devin to Chain in the running game. And if most of their plays, great. They're going to be running that ball. They need to run the football. They are going to run the ball. It's going to be freezing cold. It's going to be windy. It's going to be like that. Um, because here's the thing. I think Kansas City's offense is still going to struggle. I don't think there's a switch coming. And now, not for nothing, but you want to line them wide receivers up in a, play, in a high-stakes playoff game where the pressure is even more? Yeah. Those wide receivers are trash. We've been saying, and look, I know the linebackers are out for the Dolphins, so it may be a little bit difficult now with Travis Kelsey, but let's be honest here. Travis Kelsey was like a shell of himself this year. Right. He was not Travis Kelsey at all. No, no, absolutely not. I he mean, was Travis Scott. It was, yeah. So she sucked the soul out of him. That's what happened. He got a booster, got the soul sucked out of him, and it was over. It was over, it was over for him, and that's okay. That's okay. But, um, no, I think the Dolphins have the formula to do it because they're such a ground-and-pound yeah. game. Um, and, look, it was 21-14 the first time they played. And they had a chance, and then Tua threw that pick. I, I think the, the whole Tua can't play in the cold is a myth. I, I saw the man go to Buffalo and go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen. And it was year. snowing. It was snowing last year, and, and they were battling yeah. that game. Tyree, and Tyreek so. Hill, your best player, he played in Kansas City. He knows what it's like. You don't think he's going to have intel? Yeah, he'll be all right. So – I'm with that. Um, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I, I, I'm excited to see Tyreek Hill in Kansas City, though. That's here's the thing. Fire. I think Kansas City, Kansas City's offense was buns all year. Yeah. Uh, they remind, they just remind me of a team that this year they don't have that juice. And I don't think there's a magic switch that's coming on. And I think everybody's going to be betting the Chiefs like it's over. Mm. And it's bad news. Wow. And the Dolphins are going to upset them. They're a first-round playoff. And the Chiefs are a first-round playoff. Wow. Exit. Okay, that's and, prediction? Yeah. Okay. The Dolphins are I have I believe the Dolphins are winning this game. Wow. Okay. I really do. Okay. I really do. What's your logic though? Just based on my logic uh, is, is that I think Dolphins? the Dolphins are a better team, a better running team, which will help them. I think Tyreek Hill is the best is going to be the second best player on that field, second to Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes has the weapons. And you're and then look, I know you're in zero degree weather and their team is from Miami, but you don't think Kadari, Kadarius Tony and Marquez Valdez Scantling can't catch balls off of a jug. They're going to catch that hard ass football coming 50 miles yeah. an hour. Actually, it hurts. Yeah, and tongue, I'm just saying the tongue machine hurts too, that's, bro. That's what I'm saying. And you have you now have all of that pressure coming on you even more after you had a piss poor all right. season. I like them. I like Miami spot. And okay. they're coming off a loss. I like Miami spot. All right. Look, everything you just said, right? Chiefs struggle in offense. Miami has a great offense, right? All the things you mentioned. Miami can run the ball better. Chiefs can't 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 run the ball better than the Dolphins. 
but somehow the Chiefs are four-point favorites. Just aura. Everybody's going to jump on the Miami line. When you can get Miami Dolphins, you can get Tyreek Hill, you can get their explosive offense that, they, that, that, that they've displayed all season long versus a team that hasn't shown jack shit offensively and they're four-point dogs. That doesn't make any sense. Well, bro, d- the Dolphins, the everybody says the Dolphins don't beat good teams. Well, look, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I got Andy Reid. I got the experience. I got Patrick Mahomes. I'm not betting against that phenomena against the Dolphins. Like, I, the Dolphins don't scare me to to knock off those premier guys in the NFL. I got you. Like Mahomes and Reed. Like, I don't think the Dolphins are built like that yet. I think they have too many injuries. If they had Waddle and Mostert, we could have a different conversation. Waddle's out, right? Waddle's out. Mostert is, in, is he's up in the air. But regardless, I just... I, I think I think I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think Chris Jones is going to have a monster game. Dude, I cover. think he's going to get. I think he's going to get after Mahomes. I think I think Kansas City's defense is the one that's being slapped on the most. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to be roaming the field like you think. But bro, you can score. All, I know the Chiefs' defense is good, but you can score. All you got to do is get to the mid twenties because the Chiefs can't score. Don't disagree. But the Chiefs' defense is very good. You got to get to that point. I know, but I think but I think it's easier for an opponent to get to 20, 20 25 points on the Chiefs defense than it is for the Chiefs to get 25 points. Wow. Um, That's how I view the Chiefs. I don't think they can score. And here's the thing. If Miami goes up 14-0, just Mahomes throws a pick, Pacheco fumbles, or they get the ball, they go down there and score, they're not coming back. I got Look, and this is just a prediction, right? I know what we saw Kansas City offense struggle all year. And I, do I think they're going to struggle? Yes, I think they're going to have some some struggles in this game. But I think you're going to see a little bit different offense. I think you're going to see a little bit more balanced approach. I think you're going to see a lot more Pacheco. I think you're going to see a lot more play action passes, getting Travis Kelsey involved in the middle of the field like he always did. Get, get, get your guys open in space. And to do that is to run the football and run it effectively. I think that's what the Chiefs are going to do game plan wise. And I think they're going to get Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey in space like they like, like they like they have in the past. And I think it's going to be the recipe for success in this game. I will take Chiefs here, but I'll have the Dolphins to cover. I, think, right. it's, I think it's a really big line, though. I, I, I don't I, think I it's do. honestly, I don't think it's that big. I, I really pause. I but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. I think four is like I think I kind of is like respectful to the Dolphins for you know, and everybody says like the Dolphins can't be good teams, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. I mean, so I just feel like four is kind of low, to be honest. I feel like that's kind of low. Hi, man. Especially know. in the weather. And everybody said, Oh, Miami can't come up there and play. And it's like, all right, well, why are you only four point favorites? They should be at probably be five or six points. I actually think it's a Miami line. Wow. I, I think the opposite. Okay. What else is new? Good. good. That's good. Good content. All right. Let's go to Sunday. Steelers versus the Bills. Bills minus 10. Do you think there's any shot in an upset here? <sighs> yes. There is a shot. Because you don't. There's always no. a shot, right? The one thing that Pittsburgh can do run the football, control the clock, play good defense. If they can do that consistently throughout the whole game and force Josh Allen to create turn and to, to make turnovers, Steelers are going to be in this game. 10 points is a lot of points for a Mike Tomlin football team. I don't give a fuck who you got. I would take the 10 points. If I'm a better and I'm betting this game, I'm taking the Steelers plus 10. I'm getting a Mike Tomlin coach football team, and I know they're going to – you know what they're going to do. They're going to come out, and they're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to play hard, and they're going to give you everything they got. I'll me take too. the 10 points. Oh, yeah, me too. 
but I'll take the 10 points here. I think that's a crazy line. I think Pittsburgh can pull off the upset, but I don't think they will. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot closer than the 10 point is indicating. So I'm the same way. I don't understand giving Mike Tomlin 10 points. I really don't. And look, I understand it's going to be Rudolph or Pickett. Personally, I would go with Rudolph. They've been able to score. They've been able to score 30. Yeah. Or for Kenny Pickett, man, I, I thought he was going to take a leap this year. Yeah, I had the Steelers in the playoffs, but I had him in the playoffs because I thought Kenny Pickett, the preseason, he looked good. I thought he ended the season looking all right last year. He looked like a gamer. Yeah. I thought he was going to take a big step this year, which is, like I said, why I put him at the seventh seed. But for me, dude, with the, 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 um, God damn. That's right. You had them in the playoffs. Had him as the seventh Steelers, seed. Yeah. Um, but, I don't. The, here's the thing. I, again, with the Bills, I don't know what I'm getting, mm. and that's what it comes to. And this is the type of game where you have a, a head coach like Tomlin that can put a game plan in place, and if the game plan goes according to, they could screw around and keep this game uncomfortably close. And then if you keep it close, and there's five, six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and Josh Allen goes, Josh Allen, and does something just where you look at, like when he threw that pick in the end zone yeah. on the on the yeah, first pick I'm he threw, that where you look at him and you're just like, bro, are you good? What, what are you looking at? And that is where I make the comparison where I'm like, all right, Josh Wentz. Josh Wentz. Because that is stupid. the hell out of here, I'm just man. saying, that is shit that Carson Wentz did. I watched it as an Eagles fan and as a Carson Wentz guy. Don't, don't put Josh Allen and Carson Wentz. Bro, Carson Wentz was extremely talented, and then he got injured, and it got ruined. Yeah, and that's Carson, a fair thing. Yeah, but Carson Wentz didn't go three seasons in a row with 40-plus Because he got hurt. Because he got hurt. Well, he but Carson Wentz was the MVP favorite But he wasn't going to do it regardless. You don't know that. Carson Wentz had 34 touchdowns and seven interceptions before he got hurt. Like, Josh Allen is the only player in history to do that. I don't give a fuck. And he's never made an all pro and he's never won an MVP. But I'm saying but, and you've I never been close to win an MVP. He would have put up 40 touchdowns in three seasons in a row. That's my argument. You don't know. Carson Wentz was voted the best player in the NFL the season after that ACL injury. But different argument for a different yeah, day. That's, that's because it's I not a Wentz, bro. I fucking hate I know him. you do. But here's the thing. Even if you hate somebody, you can still be subject you can still be objective and call it what it is. They're st they have the same style of play. Very reckless. They make wow plays and then they make plays where you look at them and you say, "Are you are you all there?" <laughs> and that's the God's honest truth. And I'm not comparing them in terms of who's better. I'm just saying they both make plays. Are you serious? I got you. The similar but similar style. If there's you. five okay, cool. six if there's five six minutes left in the game and the game's tight, I worry about Josh Allen. I don't. I actually think he's pretty clutch. I think Josh Allen's been a clutch. Look at all the games that he's been in, that, 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 that were close. When he needed a drive to tie the game to get his team ahead, he's done it. He's done it, Mike. He has. He even did it in Kansas City when he played him and got boned in that fucking 13-second thing. He went down the field and scored quickly. Quick striker, baby. That's what he does. It's Josh Allen, cuz. It's Josh Allen. This guy is awesome. He makes stupid plays, yes. But, bro, the dude's a baller. He is. The dude's got he's got command of the team. I've too. never said that he wasn't a baller. All I've said is that I don't trust him in, in moments because he makes too many damn reckless bonehead plays. I get that. Well, during the game he does, but not in crunch time. In crunch time, I've seen him go down the field multiple times and score a touchdown when the game when his back was against the wall. That's fair, but I've and also seen him I've also seen him fumble and throw the and throw the red zone interception. But that's but that wasn't the game on the line. Game on the line, he hasn't done that. He almost lost it against Miami in the playoff game last year. Almost. That's because Miami's stupid. Right. 
But all right, they won't stare. And they were, it was Skylar Thompson. I get it. I get it. But I know what you're but, saying. But I got back you. Against, back against the wall, Josh Allen is at his best when his back's against the wall. Ironically enough, I know it's, it's weird to say that when he's committing all these turnovers and bonehead plates, but back against the wall when his team needs it the most, he delivers. Man. And honestly, you know what backs up? You know what makes that argument really strong where it kind of has me pinned where I'm kind of like, uh, I can't really say anything. They were six and six, and his back was against the wall, and he ripped off he five straight wins. I, I can't. So I, I, can't, I, I agree there. I think I think that's him, that's a yeah. good point. I wish he was a little bit more consistent throughout the year. We can yeah. cut out these turnovers because if he gets rid of these bonehead plays, bro, he's the best quarterback in the league. That's probably. who he is, though, and you're going to have to live with it. It's been six years, and it's not changing. He is. You got to take the good with the bad, but he's talented enough to I'll overcome take it. Without. It. Yeah, he's he's talented enough to overcome it. Um, I have the Bills winning this game. I think they win by a touchdown. Okay. Um, it would not surprise me, though, with Mason Rudolph if they just got Pauls put on him. It's just I have more respect for Mike Tomlin than that, to be yeah, honest. But I And I feel like people are going to be betting the Bills like crazy. 100%. Because the Steelers have just been dead 100%. in the water. 100%. So, but I think the Bills are rolling. I think, And I also think it's a great spot for them to get ready for that divisional round. Yeah. So, I'm going with the Bills it. here. Like I said, I, I think it'll be a touchdown, eight points. It might even push. Okay. I just don't, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got Paul's put on. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Um, I think the Bills are one of the scariest teams in the AFC right now. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> like, you, you can't deny that. But this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think the Bills fans are going to be on the edge of their seat for majority of this football game. I think the Steelers are going to bring it. I really do. I think they're going to look at that point spread and they're going to be like, 10 points, really? Especially if Tom okay. was thinking about taking time off and okay. all that shit. Yep. That team's going to be ready. They're going to give the Bills everything they got. They're going to throw the kitchen sink at them. Why? Because they got they had nothing to lose, bro. They got Mason Rudolph as their fucking quarterback. What what they have nothing to lose. But those are the scariest teams that you don't want to play against. That's why I'm glad you game, said that. This game is going to be very, very close. I will take the Bills in this game. I got the Steelers to cover, but this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. And I'll be honest with you. I would not be shocked if the Steelers beat the Bills. I, I just wouldn't be shocked because the Bro, Bills. that would. Well, 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 listen, the Bills are due for a loss. They have won how many games in a row? Five. You're, you're fucking due. You're due. Look, I just want to say this, though. I don't want to hear no more Josh Allen shit if he falls to Mason Rudolph and the Steelers, bro. Oh well, I still want to be a Josh Allen supporter. I understand I that, but we're gonna to have to we're gonna to have to have well, conversations. Have conversations. We're sure. gonna to have to have conversations. You can't. Sure. This is a great opportunity for Josh Allen and the Bills. I think so too. And you get a layup. And not, I don't want to say a layup. I have more respect for them than that. But you get the Steelers that can't score points. Well, here's the thing. This is a great opportunity for the Bills. Very curious to see what happens with Stefan Diggs too. Well, I think the two seed is where they want to be. They don't got to play the Ravens potentially until the championship game. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they, they, they are it lined up perfectly, up good, man. I, I really yep. do. So I got the bills in this matchup and uh, I think it's going to be a close one for sure. Packers at Cowboys minus Cowboys minus seven and a half. Mike McCarthy's facing his former team. Jordan loves first playoff game. I can't believe we're even saying that. I do want to say this too. And it's not even to toot my own horn, but I said when that line came out, and the Packers were seven and a half point win total. Mm -hmm. I said that I that was my favorite one on that sheet. And I said it because you were eight and nine the year before you lose Aaron Rodgers. You run back the same team with a quarterback that hasn't played in three years, and your win total went down a half a game. And for Jordan Love to be in this situation, I have and like I said, I said I didn't know what he was. I didn't know if he was going to be good. I didn't know if he was going to be trash. Right. 
reports were mixed. Some are saying he was all right. Some are saying he looked like shit. Struggling in camp, yeah. But good for Jordan Love. This is awesome. And I feel like you just mentioned this, and I said I'm thank you for saying that. The teams that have nothing to lose and don't know, this is this team. Mm. Oh, you think the Packers are the team? The Packers are this team. Okay. Matt LaFleur has playoff experience, and I know McCarthy does too. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about McCarthy now because – I think this is a must win for Mike McCarthy. If he loses this game, he's, he's out. Gone. He will be fired. Absolutely. He will be fired before the divisional round. 100%. And the reason I say that is, is that everything is set up perfectly for you. And I feel like with the Packers, I just feel like the way they've been playing, they have so much confidence. And Jerry Jones did something that I, when I talked to you the other night, I'm like, I think the Cowboys might put paws on these boys. He did say that. But the more I looked at it and the more I thought about it, part bias is in here because I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm an Eagles fan. Right. But the more I thought about it, when Jerry Jones comes out and they ask him, is Mike McCarthy's job safe? And the dude replies with, we're taking this play game by game in these playoffs. You put an unfair amount of pressure on him. I don't like that. I don't like that answer. You don't say that publicly, dude. That is like, to me, that's like scathing. You don't stand behind the leader of your franchise on your team having that type of success. Now, look, I know there are 12 and five the last three years, right? But this year you get to the second seed. You look dead in the water to win the division and you did more than win the division. And you're 17 and 0 at home. Now the laws of average don't really favor you there. True. They don't, but I'm just saying, I don't like that comment by Jerry Jones at all. I thought it was unnecessary and him, he just got to put his foot in his mouth. I thought yeah, that was stupid. I just, I, I feel like he could have deflected that question to, to not really put the Mike McCarthy's story. my guy, or we're not talking about that. We're getting ready for the playoffs. You got Dan Quinn interviewing. Well, he should have did a, a Bill Belichick response. He should have said Packers. Yeah. What do you think about Mike McCarthy's job? Packers. Straight up. That's my, that's my answer. That's what we're You got Dan. Going. That's what I'm saying. You got Dan Quinn now, and now Seattle wants him, and it's like, as an Eagles fan last year, we freaked out about Jonathan Gannon doing this. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. And one thing that I think is, what's Dallas's weak spot on the defense? They can't stop the run. Mm. The last three games, I, re- I I saw these stats. The last three games, Aaron Jones, 22 for 111, 20 for 120, and 21 for 127. Yeah. Jordan Love has Dontavious Wicks. And these boys it's looking quick, all right. Quick, man. Don't listen to Wicked people. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, like they, they, I think this is going to be a tough game. I really do. And I think people are, are like, my first gut instinct was it could potentially be a blowout. And I don't think that. And I think a lot of people think that. But here's the thing. You know what else is the other part? Dallas's offense is one player. If you can stop C- – and now look, it's a tall task because CD has been playing the best wide receiver in the league. He's awesome. But Jair Alexander, he's good. My thing is, they have nobody. Cooks has been okay. Tony Pollard has been okay, if you want to say that. Ah, Cooks has been serviceable in the red Cooks, Cooks has been good. I'm not I'm not yeah. saying he's been, yeah, like, horrible. But Gallup has been non-existent. Ferguson has been okay. But when you got CD Lamb – 12 targets and 12 catches and the next one and it's Jake Ferguson with four targets and four catches Brandon Cooks three targets two catches it's like all right bro your whole offense is predicated on 88 sure and four obviously it, and Dak. I, mean, I, I don't hate it because that that's your best player you want to get him the ball I of course I wish the Eagles would do that to, to uh to AJ Brown every team should be doing yeah, that though. I know I know like, I know I mean look the, the, what the Cowboys are doing offensively is what they should be doing is getting the ball to the best player so 
I, I, I see what you're saying. 100%. Um, is this a must win game for Mike McCarthy? Absolutely. All the points that you said was, was factual. He cannot lose this game. I mean, especially against his former team, the, the position the Cowboys are in and, and everything. But the one thing that you missed out on it, and I want to, I want to bring up is the, the head coaching candidacies that are available right now. And if Mike McCarthy slips up and fucks around and loses his game, there is plenty of options for Jerry Jones to go pick out another head coach. You got Mike Vrabel, who will be excellent in Dallas. You got Bill Belichick, will be excellent in Dallas. They would. Vrabel. You put Belichick. I'm more the, high on Vrabel, bro. You put Belichick on the Cowboys. That defense would be number one in the league because he would not. I mean, because of Parsons. Parsons would be, bro. He would have Micah Parsons in so many different positions. Paul's hold on on the defensive side of the <laughs> ball. That it I want <laughs> James. I want to ask this real fast because James is in here and he said McCarthy has to make it to the NFC chip, or he's done. We ain't losing. Okay, so he thinks McCarthy has to get to the NFC chip. I think wow. that's a fair assessment. Sure it is. I I, I mean. Could you, you could you go as far as saying they got to get to the Super Bowl? I I think that's kind of fair. I know I, like, I know they had I don't. I don't. When's the last time they've been to an NFC chip? Was it ninety six? Right, it was twenty years ago. Thirty, if it's twenty six. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was twenty seven years ago. So it was. So it was that. Yeah, they haven't been to one. To get to the championship game, I guess that's monumental for them. That's that's huge for them. Yeah. So if it's just Super Bowl or bust, I'm out on that. I mean, I I don't believe that's the case. But yeah, this is a definitely a must win game. You cannot go one and done with this roster. I think the Cowboys, they have a really good chance to go all the way this year. I mean, look at the look at the landscape of the NFC. The only one that really scares you so far, honestly, is the Niners. Outside of that, who really scares you? I have a team in mind that would scare people. It might be, it might sound crazy. You're shaking your head over there. I can't wait to, to, because I know what it is. I can't wait to reveal my picks later. And yeah, that's what's going to happen. But the Niners are the only team that could really fuck with them right now. Yeah. The Eagles, I don't think they could beat them. The Eagles are struggling on offense. Cowboys offense would, would outscore us. Well, luckily, the Eagles aren't going to, the Eagles aren't going to have to play them because I think the Cowboys go down on Sunday. Okay. You think Cowboys are losing? I think the Cowboys are going down. Oh, I think they have all the pressure in the world. I don't like what Jerry wow. Jones said about Mike McCarthy. Uh, this is your upset. Of the this weekend? is my upset of the weekend. Okay. And look, I know everybody's gonna say I'm an Eagles fan. I hate the Cowboys. I get it. But I think Aaron Aaron Jones has been running crazy. I think there's a lot of expectations coming in on the Cowboys. I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure. I think Matt Lafleur has shown that he's a good coach. And I think the I, I think it's a pressure situation. I think the game is close. And Mike McCarthy has a tendency to fuck shit up when it's when it's close. And I think that the Packers I think that the Packers can beat him on the back of Aaron Jones. Wow, wow, I really do. And I'm okay. standing by. I will not I will not go. I'm going down on my sword. I, I'm going to take the Cowboys. But I'll too. tell you this. I'm saying this right now. If the if the Cowboys meet the Niners in the NFC Championship game, I'm buying a Dak jersey because I hate the Niners more than I hate the Cowboys. That's how much I can't stand the, the Niners. I can't stand them, bro. I really don't. Well, I'll, t I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'll give you a sneak peek of my prediction. The Niners and the Cowboys, only one of them I have going to the championship game. Yeah, I know. I know. I already I, I already know how you're rolling. I've, I've been, I've been stu I studied your behavior for a long time, Nick. It's been three years now, brother. I know your behavior. But go go off, sis. It's your turn. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, the, uh, they're winning this game. I like the Cowboys here. I like them to cover. Um, I think Jordan Love is going to play – 
good. I think he's going to play confidently. I think he's going to be poised. I don't think the moment's going to be too big for him. I do like all the points you're saying. Running the football on the road is always the key to success, especially when you can keep the defense, uh, you know, the opposing defense on the field. You could take the crowd out of it. Like, those are monumental points. But at the same time, I think the Cowboys, they're going to be ready for this matchup. Um, they've been playing excellent all year at home. You know, albeit the last game, I think they struggled at home a little bit, but I think they bounce back here. I think they're going to win this football game. I think they're the better team. I think Green Bay's time is not here yet. I think Dallas, is, it's it's just Dallas's year in terms of uh, getting past these kind of teams. Like I don't, I don't think they're going to slip up. But yeah, I like the I like the Cowboys to advance to the divisional round. I really do. I think the I think the Packers. Do you think great they year. roll? I think they cover the spread. I do. I think it's a pretty big line. I think, um, look, I, I think the Packers are going to give them a fight in the first half, but I think the Cowboys will run away with this. I think, you know, they're going to, their defense <laughs> is going to cause a lot of turnovers and the, the, the Packers defense really isn't that good. So when I mix that with um, the Cowboys offense, I just think it's a bad matchup for Green Bay on that, on that side of the ball. We'll see. And look, like I said, I'm, I'm rationalizing it part bias because I want the Cowboys to lose because I'm not a Cowboys fan. But the other part of me is, is like Aaron Jones has been running that oh, rock. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. Yeah. It can't happen because what you said, if they can run the ball and they control the clock and they play good defense and get Dallas out of the own zone and make them kick field goals in the red zone, absolutely Green Bay has a chance. The other part of it is too, bro, is like you said, the nothing to lose. That scares me. And that does though, because it's like, bro, those teams don't know any better. No, they don't. And the, the, the like with the... I don't know, man. Like the Packers, they've been in high pressure games now recently because they were must wins. Yeah. I know. So Jordan Love was getting, you know, crazy, crazy amounts of experience. However, I'm really looking forward to that game. I think it's going to be a great game. Excellent. Even game. if Dallas does wind up winning, you know what I'm saying? I think all these games are great, honestly. I know. There's it's going to be a fun game. weekend. There's not one game where I'm like, ah, I'm okay with it. All right. Let's, let's get to this bullshit. Rams at the Lions, Lions minus three and a half. Uh, Jared Goff versus Matt Stafford, the trade. Lions got Jared Goff for a 2022 first-round pick, 2023 uh, first-round pick, and a 21 third-round pick. Rams got Matt Stafford. Um, who do you think won that trade looking back? Honestly, the Rams. They won the Super Bowl. They won the Bowl. There's nothing you could say. I There's know. nothing you could say. But now look, that trade set the Lions up in the future, right? You could argue that because after this year, what if Matthew Stafford's gone? He, they, the Rams move on, right? You think the, could Wentz be taken over? No, hell no. He he won't even be in the league. Yo, he looked all right. Yeah, but he won't be in the league next year. He looked all right. He won't be in the league next year. He bro. looked all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he looked all right though. <laughs> he won't be in the league. Bro. <laughs> anyway, but what I'm what I'm about to say is is that like yeah, if if like they can move on. The Lions had their quarterback. They had their first. They had their. They had two first round picks, and they had a, a third round pick that they selected. I don't. I forget what, who those players were. I think those players were actually impactful players too. I think they were allowed to get Jameer Gibbs in that process for those for those picks. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but I think that was. I think no. Played. I think you're right. I think they. I think. I think something was up with that. But yeah, I liked what they. I, I, absolutely, the Rams won this trade. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to this game. This game. Is my game of the week actually probably? Really? Yeah, I, I this, this game is special. We have never seen a team trade away a quarterback that's been there for fifteen years plus, right? Get traded to a new team. The first time he goes to that new team, he wins a Super Bowl. That same team that was down in the dumps received a quarterback that was in a throwaway in the trade. 
let's be real. You look at this trade. They got a 2022 first round pick, 2023 first round pick, and a 2021 third round pick. Those three picks alone should warrant to receive Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff was thrown into the deal. So now that guy gets thrown into the deal. Ever since he's been with Detroit, he has made that team improve, improve, improve year after year. So it's a very ironic game. It's a, it's two two teams colliding. I don't think Matthew Stafford hates the Lions, but I think Jared Goff hates the Rams. So it's a weird dynamic. Like, I don't think Matthew Stafford left on bad terms. I no, they let said, him pick where he went because he said, I'll play anywhere but, but Jared the Goff, Patriots. Jared Goff has got the one with the chip wait, on the wait, I'm sorry. Matthew Stafford, who did he say he would play? He would play for any team in the league except one. Who was it when he got traded? Was it New England? Yeah, who's the coacher? Oh, well, he, he doesn't like being coached. No, no I'm just saying, who, who's the coacher? Bill Belichick. Oh, all right. You can't yeah, he, well, he, he can't handle that. The cloth is different over <laughs> I can't here handle all that. No, no. But, but see, the problem <laughs> is the cloth is different over here in New England. That's why that man's the GOAT, because he was able to put up with that coaching for 20 years. Oh, uh, okay. The way he yeah, does. he could put up Absolutely. a little. He could put up being Absolutely. a little. Absolutely. He don't have no spine? Who? Brady? He's, he's put up with that I'm shit for, for years. That's why he left. I know. Truthfully. Truth be told, it is. That's why he left. It is. Because he was tired of the bullshit. And that dynasty doc is going to be fire. Oh, my God. Uh, Yo. Yes, I know. And also, on the subject of documentaries, did you see um, Did you see the NBA? They're doing, like, how, you remember how they did NFL quarterback? Yeah. They're doing one NBA players. It's Anthony That's Edwards, uh, LeBron, and I think Pascal Siakam. And this is, are they, like, in their training camp or their training days? Or they I don't know. I, I, I have no idea, but they said it's going to be like a mirror of how they did the NFL quarterback one, which I love. It's oh, just all the quarterbacks who turn it down. So they're going to be mic'd up playing basketball? How does that work? I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's going to be fun. But I cannot wait for yeah, this Rams-Lions game. This game is just it's just going to be special. I, yeah. I think this game is going to go either way. I, I, I got to be honest with you. My X factor in the game is Puka Nakua. Really? My X factor Absolutely, is my X factor is Laporta. Does Laporta. he play? I don't think he's gonna play. Because I, I was reading on Twitter today and it said that he there he there's a possibility. But look, the Lions play good at home. And I know the Rams got on a heater, they played well. There's a part of me that's like, are you are they being a little overrated? I mean, you got people talking about like they're going to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> And I know. Oh, I'm sorry, but I shouldn't have ruined your thing because that's what you're doing. I I know well, you. I know I you didn't say they were going to the Super Bowl. That's not true. I got you. I I know. I know what you're saying. Um, but I just feel like, look, I have no ill will towards the Rams. Like I don't. I like Sean McVay. I think he's an awesome coach. I don't think one way or the other. I just I have the Lions winning this game. The Lions play well at home, and I I feel like I, I just I like the Lions. Man, my gut tells me the Lions. I feel like everybody's picking the Rams. Yeah, I think the I think everybody's picking the Lions because they want to. Like they want the Lions to win. Well, obviously, I want the Lions to win because yeah. I want to see Dan Cam. I, the Motor City deserves a playoff win, bro. If there's one franchise that deserves a playoff win, it's the Lions. That's why I hate this game for them. I really don't like this game for him, man. We need Dan Campbell, bro. I mean, Puka Nakua in this game is going to be lights out, dude. He's been awesome all year. I know. I know. It's a tall task. Because if you single coverage him, he's going to kill you. If you single Cooper Cup, he's going to kill you. Yeah. What do you do? And they can run the football. They have a thousand-yard rusher, and I know Detroit can run the ball, and I know they can pass the ball. But without Laporta, without that guy giving up, eating up that much space in the middle, it's going to be tough sledding for them, man. I, I think the Rams have been playing really good ball. I know they they struggled against the Giants, but they were playing the Giants, man. Like I don't think the Giant, I, I don't think they had any business wanting to go to New York to play the Giants. I just it was just one of those games. Oh, like, I'm not even. I, I'm. A, I'm. Not, I don't even think of that, bro. I think a lot of people, you know, overshadowed. I, I think a lot of people take that with them and bring it to the playoffs, 
right? I look at this Rams team, man, they were clicking down the road. The hottest team in the end usually goes far. That's Sunday night, right? The Rams and Lions? Sunday night. Yeah, Pack and Bullies are for Sunday night. And I'll tell you what, in prime time, I can't go against the Rams in prime time. I just can't. Playoffs on the line, McVay, um, Matthew Stafford, been there before, experience. I know Detroit hasn't been there. Golf been there. Yeah, but I think a big accomplishment for Detroit was getting to the playoffs. I think that was a huge lift off their shoulders. I think for Dan Campbell, solely Dan Campbell. I think it felt good for the players, but I think that was more for Dan Campbell because Dan Campbell, if he didn't make the playoffs this year, he was out. For his job. Because last year they were kind of calling for his head when they started like one and five. They'd be crazy for that. He's awesome. Dan Campbell's an excellent Dan Campbell is built for eight mile. Yeah, he's built for this kind of game. He's built for these kind of moments. That but team's going to be ready to play. They're going to be ready to play, but I think the Rams will be too. They'll be rested too. The Rams didn't play their starters last week until the first half. When when, when Puka got his his catches and got his and got his incentives, that's it. They took him out of the game. That team, I, I've seen videos throughout the whole year. When they come into that locker room, I watched that team, bro. There is something there. Who? The Rams. Oh, I got you. There's something special about that team. I, I can't put my hands on it when I watch videos of them celebrating in the locker room. That team's together. That team loves each other. The way the head coach speaks about his players and backs them up. I Not for nothing. You can make a case that Sean McVay should be coaching a year. It's a strong locker room. It's a strong. I, I had the Rams done. I had them winning no more than four games, five games this year. I'm serious. I thought that was your ass's take. That was my worst take. Well, that and the Jags, that's for sure. But I had the Browns in the playoffs. I had the Bengals out of the playoffs. I had the Jets out of the playoffs. Fool's gold. Told you, fool's gold. Who? The Jets. I mean, Aaron Rodgers got hurt five minutes into the season, dude. Why is that? Had nothing to do with the line. Get the fuck out. They they, they killed him. Bro, he played like two plays. Because the reason why he got beat, he played two plays. He tried to scamble, Nick. The, they they tried to scramble because the offensive line couldn't block a lick. Nick, it was the second play of the season. The reason bro. why the Jets downfall is because their offensive line. You know that, and I know that. Let's be real. Aaron Rodgers wasn't there because of his offensive line didn't hold. His, held, they didn't hit it in the block. Right, I'm not going to win this one. You know so it. you can you have. It, and you I can have it. It. That's okay. Proceed, bro. But that's the reason why it was fool's gold. Yeah. Anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm taking who you got in this game. I'm going to ask you first. Is Carson Wentz starting? No. Oh, then I got the Lions. So if Carson Wentz was starting, you would take the Rams? Absolutely. No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing on that. I'm just playing on no, that. We no. got viewers that, that that actually respect our takes. Chill on me. Shit like Chill that, on bro. me. <laughs> I got the Lions. I got the Rams with the points, though. I think this is a tight game. I can see the Lions winning on like a late second field goal. If Dan Campbell actually decides to fucking kick it instead of kick, instead of yeah, get mad and go for course. a two-point conversion on the fucking seven-yard line. You know why he did that? He said he was a man of his word. He couldn't control. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because he said, he said, I told the offense we're going to go down, and when we score, we're going for two. He said nothing changed. I, I, I told, I told, I already told him what we're going to do. Bro, use your brain though. That's You're on the seven said. yard line. That's what he said. Yo, and I respect that, man. I do, yo. Like, yo, I he- got, I got the rain. I got the Lions winning on a last second field goal, like 31-30 or twenty-eight-twenty-seven or some shit like that. I got the Rams. I got the Rams with the points. If they're answered the point, but I love I like the Lions here a lot, and I'm really, really rooting for them. I wow. might be rooting more for the Lions than I would the Eagles this weekend. You know, it sucks because I like the Lions too. I love the Lions, I like their story, I love everything they embody. I, I appreciate the the you know hard nose, 
blue collar working. I love that shit, man. I love Dan Campbell. I really do. For the last time, when's the Lions' last playoff one? But they're a team in the NFC right Fam. now. The, the the Lions haven't won a playoff game. Take a guess. It's been like what nineteen nine? No, it was about eighty something, right? Eight, ninety one. Ninety one, bro. I was born that year. Wow. So thirty one. You weren't born yet because you were ninety two. Yeah, I wasn't even born. Phil, yet. what year were you born? Ninety two. Oh yeah, April. So Philly, Phil wasn't born, and neither was theories. That's I was crazy. I was the only one. I was the only one out of my mama. Crazy. Anyways. I'm taking the Rams. I think no, no, they ain't a team in the NFC right now that is hotter than the fucking Rams. Straight up, don't care. I've watched this team execute. I see they got two all pro, all pro wide receivers that are healthy, right? They got a thousand yard rusher. They got a future Hall of Fame quarterback, a Super Bowl champion. They got a Hall of Fame head coach in Sean McVay, because I do believe he's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. he's his, his his trajectory is as out of this world. He's already got a bowl. He's been there twice. He's 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 been the staple of the NFL for the Rams in the last what six years. So yeah, absolutely. This team, nobody wants to fuck with this team. On God, this team is the scariest team in the NFC. I believe that they are hot, and they have experience. I got the Rams here. I'm taking the Rams. Outright, straight up. I think they go on the road. And I think they beat the Lions. I think the Lions build off this for next season. I think the Lions will come back a lot stronger next season too. Whereas I think next year they could possibly get the one seed, depending on how schedule is, because they'll have a hard schedule. Yeah. However, the Lions will bounce back from this win. I think this is a good building block for the Lions. Probably. However, the Rams. This is the last. They had nothing to lose either, bro. They already won a Super Bowl. That's a fair they point. I buy Super that. Bowl. They know how to get it done. That's the one team that can get it done. I'll take the Rams. Love it. All right. Monday night football. Eagles minus two and a half at the Buccaneers. Um, the fact that the Eagles are two and a half point favorites is mind blowing. Yeah, I know. Again, I use, I use this reference a lot. They shouldn't be two and a half points favorites against Highland right now. Because they just haven't shown anything. That's what it is. But with that being said, I'm still ride or die. And I still believe in my team. Okay. And I'm not jumping off the wagon here. I am not jumping off of this wagon. This team has too much damn talent. Yeah. I do like what Brandon Graham said. And uh Chris Long, what Chris Long said that he's had that the pressure if they were home could have melted them. But now that they're on the road, backs are against the wall. This is where Jalen went through his first playoff game. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, can they find something here? But I'm not jumping off this bandwagon. I still believe in them. Oh, look, my confidence is shaken. I'm down, but I'm not out on them. Yep. I'm not out on them, and I refuse to be until they lose. Until they lose one of these playoffs games, you're getting slay back. And I do believe, too, Mike Evans is a monster, obviously, but he's not a burner down the field, and I believe that can help the Eagles with slay coming back. So that's kind of my rationale Okay, in, so you, in that aspect. So you got the birds winning this game. Birds are covering the spread. I think, honestly, dude, with birds that line, right. with that line, it, it tells me the Eagles might put polls. Look, the bottom line is the Eagles absolutely have zero business being favorites in this game, bro. They have been playing. They have lost five games out of the last six, right? After starting 10 and one, they are the coldest team to enter the playoffs. Right? Can I jump in real fast? Yeah. The fact what's mind blowing to me, the Eagles were 10 and one. 
and didn't finish with 12 wins. That's number one. Number two. What was her over under? 11 and a half? 10 and a half, I think. Or 11 and a half. One of them. So imagine being 10 and one, bro. You're spending money like it's like it's fucking water. Could you imagine losing? But that, I, that would be something that would happen to us. But let me say this. How they beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, how they beat those teams is just something that I can't explain because they don't even look like the same team. And I don't understand what's happening. I'm hoping that there's something in there that where they figure it out and it gets going. And maybe it maybe this is the game where they come in there, they do it, they get on track against Baker and them because the Bucks defense ain't that good. They figure something out. And again, our D-backs, are they great? No. But I think they're better than what they show. But the problem is, is the D-line isn't getting home. If they can get to Baker and make pressure, maybe he makes a mistake or two. But I feel like the Eagles can win this game. I think they will win this game. And I think they can win this. I think they win this game by about 10 points. I love the assessment because I totally agree everything you said. When I looked at this line, I said, there's just no way the Eagles should be favored. They just, they just shouldn't be favored. They are the coldest team to enter the playoffs as I can remember. I don't remember a team that was this cold going into the playoffs. Bro, they lost five out of the last six games. And I love Baker, and this sucks for me. I, I'm but. sorry. I think the birds are going to whoop the, the Buccaneers. I just have a hunch. I feel like the Eagles are going to beat their ass. And I, I don't have any proof of this. The only proof I have is just that I can't wrap my fucking brain around this team being road favorites, losing five out of the last six games. Give me the Eagles minus three all day long. I won't even second guess it. It's not even worth it. Nick, and it was the Cardinals. You barely beat the Giants. You lose to the Cardinals, and then you lose to the Giants. And you don't just lose to the Giants. You get the fucking brakes beat off of you. The Bucs had a battle back to win the division. They should be labeled yeah. as a hot team, quote unquote. I know. They're not. The Eagles are the coldest of the bunch. And out of, out of all the playoff teams, AFC, NFC, the Eagles are by far the coldest team entering the playoffs. They should never be favorites on the road, bro. Yeah. That's concerning for me. If I'm a Bucs fan, I'm taking the Eagles all day. And I think it's going to be – I think the Eagles are going to handle them. I really do. I think the one thing that, that really scares me, and I'll be honest with you, is Mike Evans because our secondary – it's going to get smoked. It could get, it could, it could potentially get smoked against Evans. It could, but Mike Evans isn't a burner. He's more of a possession guy. Nah, he can he can get past the defense. Brother. He can, but I think but Darius Slay can keep up with him better sure. than he can keep up with, with CD Lamb. Huge. It's big. It's I know it is. Major. Pause. Yeah, it my is. fault. My fault. It is like th that's a big that's a big get for the Eagles defense. They needed that. They needed him coming back. So now I'm looking at. It, I'm like, okay. If Mike Evans is my only worry and we have Darius Slay coming back, I'll put Slay and I'll put a, a safety over the top and I'll cover Mike Evans all day. I'll, I'll beg you to have Chris Godwin beat me all day. I'll beg you to have Trey Palmer in the slot beat me all day. I'll beg you to do all these things to have Kate Otten beat me across the middle all day. Why? Because those players aren't going to beat me. Mike Evans is a, is a player that can beat you. He's a game changer. The other guys that I mentioned are not game changers. When you take out the game changer, you have a way better chance of winning. And I think the Eagles need to focus on Mike Evans. I think they need to fucking send the fucking house. Go after Go Baker. After I'm the, Baker. Bro, I'm so bro, glad you said that. He is hurt. 
go after him. Blitz. Blitz up the middle. Blitz during the edge. Do anything you can to get him off his spot and make turnovers. That's what the Eagles And put a helmet on him. We used to do that. The Eagles used to put fucking helmets on people. They used to smack people. They used to set the tone. Remember, remember, uh, what's his name? And that playoff game that smacked Reggie Bush. What what, what was it? uh, Sheldon Brown. Absolutely leveled. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. What, it would be a flag in today's game. Yeah. But you know what? I say so fucking what? Yeah. That's how you set the tone. It's a fucking playoff game. I'm coming to take your head off. We're on the road. We're here. We arrived. We're in Tampa. We're ready to take over. That's the mindset they got to have. Come out, guns blazing, and start laying the fucking wood. That's what I'm expecting from the Eagles in this game. And I think they do it. I really do. I think they they heard all the chatter about them being trash, this, that, the third. When it comes playoffs, playoffs are a different animal than they are in the regular season. And I think I, I want to believe that they, since they paid Jalen Hurts $250 million, I would like to assume that he is going to elevate his game in the playoffs because that's what he was paid to do. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting the Eagles to win this game. I, I don't care. This is an Eagles win. The, if the Eagles do not win this game, we have a lot of questions going into the offseason. Absolutely. A, a ton of questions. Absolutely. And, and and I think this is the this is the game where Eagles Eagles fans can take a step back and be like, okay, we were struggling. Our team may, may not be the best, but you know what? They are getting as far as they can. Because I don't think the Eagles right now can go to the Super Bowl, but I think they can get past the wild card round. And I think they're expected to do that, hence why they are favorites. I'm taking the Eagles. Me too. Me too. All right. Super Bowl predictions before we get out of here. You want to go first or second? All right. So you want to break down? You, do you have a bracket style or are you just going through? Uh, I can tell you what I have, okay. how it goes. So I'll start in the uh, AFC. Yep. I have the Texans over the Browns, the Dolphins over the Chiefs, the Bills over the Steelers. I then have the Ravens over the Dolphins, the Bills over the Texans, and then the Ravens beating the Bills in the AFC championship game. Okay. In the NFC, I have... Wait, the Bills playing the Ravens championship game? Yeah. And who's winning? The Ravens. Okay. Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. Okay. I have the Packers beating the Cowboys. I have the Lions beating the Rams. I have the Eagles beating the Buccaneers. Then I have the Niners beating the Packers, the Eagles beating the Lions, and the Niners beating the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think – and now look, I said before – The Eagles go to the championship game? I think the Eagles go to the championship game the way the bracket breaks for them. Okay. Who do they, got? Who, who do they play in the second round? I'm the Lions. Okay. Okay. It's the Eagles versus Lions. I could see that. Um – but I think that the Niners are just better than the Eagles right now. And I don't think that they want to tackle Debo. Um, and then I have the Ravens beating this, this, the Niners and Lamar Jackson winning his first Super Bowl with the MVP. And I think, wow. believe the last quarterback to do that might have been Kurt Warner. Okay. All right. But Lamar Jackson like gets like that it. Super Bowl trophy. I like it. And I much like as it pains me to say the Niners, because I hate that fucking team. Okay. But it's just the way the way I have my bracket, that's the way it goes. All right. I'm going to start off in the NFC, the wild card round. I already gave you guys my picks earlier, but I'll reiterate them again. Packers at Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. Rams at Lions. I got the Rams. Eagles at Bucks. I'll take the Eagles. Now, divisional round in the NFC, I got the Rams at the 49ers. Give me the Rams in an upset. Uh, divisional round again, Eagles at Cowboys. I'm sorry, Godfather. I'm taking the Cowboys. I know. I'm, I apologize. I don't. You're, I know you're going to jump out. You want to. You want to jump through the screen and choke me and strangle me. And I get it. But we're talking about X's and O's here. The Eagles right now are not struggling. They'll be lucky to get past the Bucks, even though I think they will. So I got the Rams and the Cowboys divisional round, and the championship game. 
Rams at Cowboys. I was waiting for you to see that, dude. I was waiting for you to see that. Marcos, he's Mr. Two, uh, Mr. Second Amendment. The dude can't even fucking spell rifle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I got the Rams and the Cowboys in the championship game. Okay. That's my NFC championship game. AFC, wild card round. Browns at Texans. I got the Browns. Dolphins at Chiefs. Chiefs. Steelers at Bills. Bills. Divisional round. Browns at Ravens. I'm going with the Browns. You heard me. You heard me loud and clear. I said it last week. The Browns are the fucking best team that can knock out the Ravens, and they will. They will. They will. Absolutely. Chiefs at Bills. Bills get revenge. Bills smoke their ass, actually. The oh. Chiefs. Divisional round. Bills get their revenge. They crush them. I got the Browns and the Bills in the championship game. It's fucking bananas. That's how I'm expecting this this year to go. Look at the state of the, of, of the NFL. Up and down, up and down, up and down. There are upsets to be had in this playoffs. I believe that wholeheartedly. I don't think the Niners and the Ravens are going to the bowl. I just don't believe it. I think when it's too obvious, you go the other way. That's where I'm going. Championship game, Browns at Bills. I got the Bills. I do. I don't love it because I think the Browns could beat the Bills based on X's and O's, based on their defense to stop Josh Allen and create turnovers on the road. They had the recipe for success. They could run the football. They could play good offense, and they have an excellent defense. The Browns have the method. But the Bills are going to do something this year that they haven't done, and they 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 they, they have been waiting for. Oh, my God, they yo. They've been waiting for this, bro. Super Bowl. Bills versus Rams. Bills oh. versus Rams. You heard me. Bills versus the Rams. Super Bowl. It sounds crazy. I get it. Rams, hottest team in the NFC right now, outside the Niners. But guess what? They'll play them in divisional round. And guess what? They play in the same division. They play twice a year. This will be the third time. And who beat them last time? The Rams. The Rams could beat them. That's the one team the Niners don't want to fucking face in the division. I'm familiar with them. Absolutely. I'm going to take the upset there. I think the I Rams like are the hottest team in the NFC, bro. It's the Rams and the Browns are the hottest team so. in the playoffs. Super Bowl, Bills versus Rams. I'm taking the Bills to win the bowl. Is Josh Allen your Super Bowl MVP? Josh Allen is my Super Bowl MVP. Go figure. All right, everybody. That concludes episode 190. We will be back next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. I can't wait to see how our predictions come out for the first round of the playoffs. Nick, take it away. Yeah, that was interesting. That was fucking interesting and it took me a little while to to cook that up man i had to sit down and think but if you guys think that i'm shot out then that's all good i just want to hear your guys comments leave a comment in the episode thumbnail or whatever whatever you guys gotta do we appreciate everybody rocking with us we appreciate all the love support and the comments if you guys haven't done so already please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on youtube we're also available on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Instagram, X, Facebook, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby. Enjoy Wild Card Weekend.
I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she trying to grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet. Vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to go.